Hello, you're listening to Reviewing History, your comedy history podcast. I'm filmmaker and teacher Brian Rupert, joined here by... As always, Steve And... Anthony Galati. And we have a very special guest here today. We have Crystal Quinn from Hack the Movies. Hello, hello. Hi, guys. How are you? Thank you for Welcome. coming on the show. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Happy to be here. So I want to give you a little background about your appearance before... Um, before uh, we, we begin. We begin, yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> when I suggested to you that we do blonde, mm -hmm. uh, Steve got mad at me. Yeah. We had a fight. Yeah. He was yeah. like, why are you asking the girl to do the... the no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted you Ooh, to This is spicy. Something. Oh, okay. Because you're, you're a movie person, so I'm like, mm -hmm. let her pick something. He's like, I'm going to recommend blonde. I'm like, don't do that. It's that, that. That movie's a little too much for YouTube, and it's just not... And he's like, yeah, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I guess... <laughs> I was unaware of any of this. Oh, great. <laughs> you had no idea I was yeah. even going to be here today. Come in. You're like, who the hell is that? Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> so I, I want to ask, because uh, Steve did okay. say that it was possibly misogynistic of me to ask you to do blonde. Do you think it is? Be honest. I honestly thought it was more of just getting a female perspective That's what I, I really wanted. did think that. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. You sure. got put in your I place. did think That's it. That's fine. <laughs> because I figured if it's this is a movie I've wanted to watch since it came out, and then we kind of started the show, and I really didn't want three dudes to sit here and talk about blonde. That, yeah, that'd be aggravating. It's <laughs> our perspective is not going to be the same as yours. Mm -hmm. And then you're our first female guest too, by the way. Woo woo! Yeah, yeah. 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 first female. We're breaking glass ceilings over yeah. here. I'm loving this. So uh, it was fortuitous <laughs> that we ended up doing blonde. So sweet. It was a specific purpose. Obviously blonde. Like Chuck Berry. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do you know Chuck Berry's glass table thing? People would shit on it? Yeah. Okay. Chuck Berry used to like to hide under glass coffee tables and have women come in and shit on the top of the table. I mean, there's a no fetish offense. for everything. Wait, so that's not what I was brought in here for? I was a little upset there wasn't a glass table. When Get him! Bring the glass table well. in! <laughs> It's your cousin Marvin. Marvin Gaye. You know that new sound you was looking for? Um, but Blonde is the story of Marilyn Monroe. Uh, what? I know. I wouldn't say this is the story of well, Marilyn Monroe. That's, that's the thing. It is and it isn't, but it's a fictionalized version of her. Uh, where are we at as a table with Marilyn Monroe, like how familiar is everybody with her work? We all know who she is. Right. Well, she is an icon, right? Yes. Um, yeah. I've seen, I don't think I've ever seen a full movie okay. of any of them. I've seen scenes and, and things. I've watched like Bus Stop, like half of that once. Uh -huh. um, and like scenes from, uh, it's the one with uh, Jack Lemmon. No, the one with Jack Lemmon and Tony Curtis. Uh, that's Seven Year Edge. No, it's not. No, you're right. That's Some Like It Hot. Thank fun. you. Mm -hmm. yeah. Some Like It Hot. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that's about it. I didn't know anything about this movie going in. I, apparently it's controversial. Yes. <laughs> I could see why. Yeah. I could see why. I did not know much about Marilyn's life or anything. I knew, like, tidbits. Uh -huh. I've never seen her work. It's okay. I, I, I'm not... We're not people from the 50s. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it was hard to gauge, like, what to expect going in. What about you, Brian? You seen any yeah, of this stuff? The only one I had seen before watching Blonde was I saw Seven Year Itch like 10 years ago. Just because of its iconic status. Just because I was like, I'm a film guy, and how have I not watched a Marilyn Monroe movie? Right. So that was the one that I ended up coming across. Um, and after I watched Blonde, I actually watched three Marilyn Monroe movies getting ready for this. 
I watched Seven Year Itch. I watched uh, Gentlemen well, I watched, of the Blondes. Yes, and mm-hmm. I watched uh, Some Like It Hot. Mm-hmm. Well, those are the three big ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah. are the ones everyone knows of. And what about you? I, I've i loved Marilyn Monroe growing up just from her being an iconic, beautiful woman. It was always something. I always saw her as being powerful and sure. being this actress and all this stuff surrounding her. I was like, that's something I always wanted to be. Mm. It was something I idolized. And I wasn't really huge on her movies because it's not my jam. It's not my, like, I'm not the big... I love Broadway and musicals, but mm-hmm. like there's only so much I can handle. I'm a horror girl. I love horror and stuff like that. But I did really appreciate her and her work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I do really love her. Well, she's kind of larger than life. It's not just the movies. It's no, like absolutely not. Just her existence is yes. is this iconic was thing. Painting Warhol. Didn't Warhol do that painting of her? I think you're right. He did yeah. do a painting yeah. of her. Yeah, where it's like the multi face. Yeah, it was. Yeah. 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 Um, do we have anyone else on that level? I was thinking of this. And the only one I'd yeah. come up with is Britney Spears. That's what I, my mind mm. went to as well, Britney. When no. you're, can I ask, what do you mean by that level? Like, Just there's a, a, of iconic status. Madonna. 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 Because she broke also the the glass ceiling, if you want to say, because she broke the glass ceiling of becoming, uh, trying to create this, that sexuality is okay. Absolutely. Madonna did something similar. Madonna broke that 80s glass ceiling mm-hmm. very similarly. But whereas I, I feel like, and certainly the movie would tell you this, Marilyn was someone controlled by other people. At least it seems that way on, from the outside. She, mm, she wasn't. Okay. She wasn't. We'll get into Madonna, like, on the other hand, oh. is definitely the person in control of that. But that's life. the problem, is they're, in real life, they are very similar. In, in for their times, for their times, I will say. I mean, she parodied uh, Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend, right? With uh, mm-hmm. Material Girl? Yes, yeah. yes, you did. <laughs> I find them to be very similar. Um, the 80s did, I would say, Marilyn Monroe paved the way for Madonna to be able to be who she 100%. is. 100%. Yes. And then Madonna paved the way for Brit. Absolutely. It's Britney, bitch. And this is what I'll say. I think that door is shut hey, now. Really? I think our culture is too... Desensitized. Is not desensitized. I think it's too segmented where there's no one that... Well, no one will reach that, that, that those heights. Height, where it's a household name that every single person knows. Right. There will be famous people, but I don't think it will be, you know... You're shaking your head. You'll never have the Beatles again. That's exactly. You'll never have right. those types of icons. Now yeah. we're in a totally different thing where anyone could be famous. Right now with the strike going on, I'm... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right now <with> the <laughs> Don't give him sympathy. Everyone oh. fucking that listens to this show is always like, I love Anthony. <laughs> Fuck Anthony. Oh. Do you know how hard it is for him to walk around and be happy? <laughs> he's just living the Marilyn Monroe life. Tortured man. Check how many drugs he had I'm a tortured man. I'm gonna it's get. <laughs> anyone have any barbiturates? <laughs> I heard the president's giving you a call. Right? That's right. <laughs> Get him walks in. <laughs> yeah, he's going to come out of that room. Um. Uh, but yeah, because of the strike going on now, because a lot of actors can't show up and promote their own movies, now it's all social media people. Yeah. So I, I'm going really? to- Really? Is that what they're doing? Yes. So I went to the um, the Twisted Metal premiere last Tuesday, and I got invited to the one this Monday for Red, White, and Royal Blue. It's What's another. Pre- oh, it's another premiere. Okay. I don't know. My friend goes, hey, premiere, you're my guest. And I go, okay. So mm-hmm. I don't ask questions. I show up. So, <laughs> yeah. I go, what do I wear? Uh, so, but the thing is going to these, it's just influencers. I mean, it's fantastic marketing, too. Sure. 
Well, that's really everyone is now obsessed yeah. with these other people that aren't in these unions anymore. Mm-hmm. That it's it's a totally different culture where oh look someone that's on the TV or how many people sh- saw the iconic scene in New York? How many people showed up to that where she put her in her dress? I actually know the number. It was ten thousand. Ten thousand. Seven years scene. Billy Billy Wilder called up the press mm-hmm. and he had ten thousand people show up. And they were taking all the pictures that she's doing the scene. Right. Uh, there's a rumor that the footage was unusable and that they used a soundstage. That's a lie. They did use a soundstage combined with the real world footage. And they managed to shut everybody up. And they matched up. it. Wow. Yeah. But um, that that 100% is real. Like in the movie, when you see it, uh, there were crowds there and Joe DiMaggio was on yeah, but person. To, to her yeah. point, though, if you get one streamer, they get millions of people watching, right. exactly. as opposed to ten thousand. Exactly. You know? So now, do you? Th- am I wrong in thinking that those type of people, the, the influencer TikTok people, they don't really cross over to the older demographic at all? Whereas, no, like I don't know any of those people. Look, yeah, well, I'm an uh, old any man. anyone under thirty doesn't know those people, as far as I know. You know, uh, I, I just found out about the NPC thing. You know, ice, ice cream, cream yum. Cream. Have you seen oh this? Oh my god! Do you know about this? I'm also kind of jealous of how much money they're making. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like as dumb as that is. Am I an idiot for not jumping on this? I don't get it. I, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> yum, yum. Give me money. Hot dog. Like, oh, words, money, please. It's like, I why would it. I do that? It's like you'll make two thousand dollars. I'm in. I'm in. Done. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Yo, selling pictures of your feet online. <laughs> I mean, it's a whole other world right now, baby. Make that money. Because <laughs> I know my job. Thing. I know my job is not helping me. <laughs> We're doing the wrong things. Yeah. That's the whole thing of like, everyone's like, oh yeah, there's aliens happening. And we're like, yeah, are the aliens going to pay our rent? Mm. Like, do we really care at this point? Can we go there? Is there rent? Man. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We're living in a much different time than Marilyn Monroe, mm. basically. And her death kind of is right before... A lot of people would say America loses its innocence with the assassination of Kennedy. And the nom. And the nom and all that. So it's yeah. like, it's this real window where, like, everything is booming for the country. It's also yes. the post-World War II thing. Like, it's this yeah. weird little period of time where, yeah, things are changing rapidly. You're right. Mm-hmm. I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of the, the queen of the whole thing, the whole era. Yeah. yeah. She's, the, she's the figurehead of it. Yeah, she died in 62, and, like, from the 50 to 62, that's a weird frickin' time. Mm-hmm. Like well, Technology that's, just boosted it's, to the public as well, so you have massive radios going out. Like, radio uh-huh. stations are becoming a thing, and, and media's becoming a thing. Like, movies before the 40s, right. you look at the difference between 40s and 50s, it's oh two different worlds. There are technological you know, so. and social revolutions happening at the same time. All yes. in a decade. Yeah. 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 And America was booming, so you had... The average person who didn't have a radio now has a radio. The average person mm-hmm. who didn't have the money to buy newspapers is now buying newspapers. She her starts her career before you know? TV and ends it with, I think, color TV. Yeah. 62? Could you? That seems a bit early. Yeah. I don't know. Could you compare that, though, with, like, today-ish? With, like, Absolutely. the kids? Yeah, like, before... Um, iPhones and everything. Like, that's my generation, millennial, mm-hmm. where, you know, I didn't have an iPhone. I didn't have a, an iPhone until after college because I refused to have one because I right. like, didn't want to be addicted to it Smart. like everyone else. Then I needed it for a job and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> but so you were late to the like, game. I was late to, I was way late to the game. What but year did you get a Facebook? I think that's the. Ooh. That's the I got I a Facebook mind. in. 
I don't know. I w- it was probably because mine was 2007. I, f- I, I think feel it was 2007 too. I feel like mine I was, was late to the game with that. Yeah, I was 2006 or seven because yeah. if you remember, at first you needed to be in college. Mm-hmm. Right. That's how it started. That's why I had mine. Right yeah. after college because yeah. I could. I wasn't in college yet. Okay. So as soon as they stopped that, all my friends started going on that because I was a MySpace girl. I was a, I was, oh, an ex- I was an exanga. I was MySpace. <laughs> I was doing all those. Cute Have you ever had a, a, a fight about your top eight? Oh, hell yes. <laughs> yes. I said, fuck that bitch. I'm giving her over. She's not friend anymore. And you always had your boyfriend at the time as your number one. And you're like, wait a minute. Why is he your no- uh, number one, too? And oh, somehow we all just times. knew HTML. <laughs> like, we all just I w- inherently knew it. Yes. Nobody taught us. We just kind of like, oh, I need a background. It was amazing. I could. Very I, crazy. Yeah. Mm. Crazy time. We were graphic designers. Yeah. We didn't know. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I, I think it's very uh, easy to make the comparison between the 1960s and, say, the last 10 years. There's mm-hmm. a sure. lot of changes happening that we have not even begun to reckon with yet, oh, yeah. as oh, far yeah. as socially, anyway. Economically, things seem to be uh, kaput, but... <laughs> 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 so, uh, let, let's start the movie. All uh, right, let's, let's start in. the movie. All right. Let's let's All right. So, oh, uh, first, the lead actress, Anna de Armas. She's great in it. She is. Right? Um, what do you think? Yeah. Well, oh, you don't think I, so. Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. For the role she was given under that direction, I think everyone was phenomenal in this movie. I think she did a great job besides her accent kept taking me out. Mm-hmm. Is she foreign? Mm-hmm. Yes. She's Cuban. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Her accent honest. kept taking me out. But the only thing the director really paid attention to was wanting her to really look and act like her, but not really dive into the character. Oh, not not at all. And I think that's deliberate. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I, 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 wanna, I think there's some messaging I, in the movie. I hate this director so much. <laughs> oh, I will not Do you like his back. other stuff, or is it just this I don't this give movie? a fuck about his other stuff. <laughs> at this point. I don't want to look at his other stuff. <laughs> who, who directed this? Uh, his name is, I think, Andrew Nichols. Andrew Dominic. Andrew, Andrew Dominic. Dominic. Yeah. My yes. brother's oh. name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really? Yes, oh, yeah. middle name. <laughs> Did he direct this? <laughs> May have. He's Australian. <laughs> Let me meet him. <laughs> I got some quotes from this motherfucker. I'll, okay. I'll say this. I love his um his other movie. What, uh, what is it? Uh, the assassination of uh, Jesse, Jesse James. James by the coward Robert. Ford. That's another like kind of uh, people. Do- I never saw it, but I know people hate that movie. So I feel like this is a guy who's always... He hates his audience. He hates the audience. (laughs) And he's giving you the middle finger the entire time you're watching the movie. Yeah. Which I kind of respect. Yeah. It's like, what do you love? And I'm going to make you hate it. Yeah. So (laughs) that's that's the thing with this. If, If anyone who hasn't seen it, like it... It is not a fun movie to watch. It's incredibly no. unenjoyable. It's a very dark. It is three hours of abject misery. Like there is not a happy scene in the whole movie. No, no. Um, that being said, mm. I kind of respect it a lot just because it's really subversive. Like it is not going with mainstream attitudes or trends whatsoever. It hates, like you said, it hates that's, the audience. That's what I like about it. That's what I like about it, too. It's, like, mean. And right. it's, like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would enjoy huh. it if it didn't diminish such an iconic, powerful person. I would, right. Like, it, if, it was a, if it was a fictional character, I would have liked it. It portrays her as an eternal victim. 
It does, and she's not. Yeah. She's nowhere right. near. Right. They do her completely dirty. I totally yeah. agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. They do everyone dirty. <laughs> they do everyone. <laughs> they, oh yeah, they, 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 they hit everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he says this movie is about human connection. He didn't. He didn't care about the movie about her. That's that's actually a quote that's, from him. That is a funny. quote from him. I don't think it is. No, he that's why he wanted. He says the movie's about human connection, and that he wanted people to leave the theater um, feeling anger. And I was like, I you felt do that. I that yeah, you do that. But I didn't feel anger. I felt anger because of him. I for the way no. he portrayed her. He wants us to feel connected in anger. <laughs> oh. And you know that what? Makes sense. He's, he's playing chess. Anyone who isn't too familiar, like a younger person who isn't too familiar with Marilyn Monroe, you're going to walk out of this having the wrong idea. Yes, you will. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you will. Uh, you're going to hate <laughs> Hollywood, which... No, well, maybe you should. Maybe you should. <laughs> may, I, may I say some quotes from him? Yeah. From this brilliant you, I see person. a list. <laughs> Not only like the, mus- are the movies about having a uh, human connection, uh, she had to be a little baby. So when she sings Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend, it like baby shit. Is, <laughs> I hate it. We will get hi, into hi, that. Hi, daddy. Oh, daddy. Daddy, daddy. <laughs> he says, is that sisterly advice that if you're going to fuck, make sure you get paid? Or is it romanticizing whoredom? Uh-huh. And I'm like, you're acting like she fucking wrote the movie, dude. <laughs> right. Like, I'm sorry. So uh, does anyone does anyone watch Marilyn Monroe movies? Whole lot of movies that no one really uh, watches. I'm not interested. That's in- fucked Well, up. yeah, but These you know what? actual words that he said. All three of us just said we'd never seen them. <laughs> But when they were coming <laughs> out, the whole world saw them. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And they still That's are true. iconic, like, like you're doing you're doing a movie yeah. about this person's work, and you you're like and it life. seems like she hate he hates her. And yes, yeah. yes, yeah. and that's exactly what Does I got. Does he hate her or the industry? Her, because yeah. he thinks that yeah. basically she's just this whore. Because he t- uh, continue, yeah. Well, he says I'm not interested in reality. Um, <laughs> I'm interested in images. Mm-hmm. And it, and this movie is about how childhood drama shapes an adult's perception of the world. So I think he honestly just needed some image of a famous person to be able yeah. to convey the story he wanted it to tell. It could have been about anybody. He's, yeah. This is more about the book. Right. But he doesn't talk about that. He doesn't mention that. He doesn't say anywhere in the movie that this is based off the book. This is a fictional thing. It's just known as being basically is put out there as this biography of her. And right, it's because not, it's it includes biopic. real stuff. Like there's yeah, real things. They mix real things. They mix in. real things, and therefore it gets the veneer of being a true story. Yeah, yes. I've seen that We're, a lot. Right. Yeah. On this show. And it, <laughs> it is definitely not that. It's based off a novel by Joyce Carol Oates. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say novel, meaning it's fiction. It's fiction. Novel, yeah. She admits right. that it's fiction. Right. She straight up says it's fiction. And from what I understand, he like cherry picked certain scenes he wanted to portray. It's not even like faithful to her novel. It's. Mm-hmm. I want the most horrific shit in this book, and I'm going to put it on screen. Yeah. That's what he wanted to do. He wanted to create a shock factor film. Right. That's all he wanted to do. I, I totally agree with that. He wanted to be pr- a provocateur right. with this, and that's what he did. As despicable as it is. There's some artistry to it. And I well, think he succeeded. Yes. Yeah. I think, the, I think he succeeded. He's an artist. He <laughs> like, oh, don't get me wrong. The film is beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. The black yeah. and the it's white. It's 4-3. Even the, the, color, the scenes I guess. are fantastic. The, the weaving in and out of like memories and reality was... Beautiful. Like, Absolutely. He did great on that. And then the context is like, this movie should not be titled Blonde. Really nope. shouldn't. 
It should just be like Brunette. women get raped. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, <that's what> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fuck women. That's, that's what like, it is. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I felt so disgusted after watching this, and my ass has watched Cannibal Holocaust multiple times. <laughs> like, I, like, after this movie, I was like, I feel sick. I feel Where sick. are you at with Salo? He loves talking about Salo. <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies. I I you watch it once yet. a week, it's right? It's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> you just, well, I mean, like, if we're you not feel, If you want to feel bad, give give it a watch. Is that like better or worse than like the Serbian film? I haven't but, seen a Serbian film. Don't. There's uh, no reason to. Salo is like one of those raped. things where it's like, it's just designed to make you feel uncomfortable and like shit at the end. That's what uh, a Serbian, Serbian film, film is. But it it's it they like they have sex with a baby. I, I have a question yeah. for you. Yeah. You, you, you said That's the right. movie's anti-woman, and I didn't get that, so I want to talk about that for a second. Sure. There are no, like, every man in the character is a piece of shit. It's not like they're being glorified. Um, she's sympathetic. I don't think she's, like, evil or anything. No. What, what, what was your feeling with that? I mean, yes, obviously there's yes. horrible imagery on the screen, but it's not, I don't think it's making her her personally look terrible. I would say when I say it's, I wouldn't say, let me take back anti-woman, mm -hmm. but I would say it's definitely anti-Marilyn uh, Monroe. Of Maybe. Anti, um, anti everything she stood for mm -hmm. because she did not, she was not weak. She was not a right. weak person and this entire movie made her weak as It also hell. made her seem dumb when she's actually she quite intelligent. Yeah. not dumb no, at all yeah. whatsoever. Right. She's massively intelligent. Great businesswoman. Right. She had her own production studio. That's, that's something mm -hmm. I want to get into. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. yeah, you don't do that. Mm -hmm. She's like she's on the brilliance of Lucille Ball, I oh, would yeah. say. And yet, <laughs> how dare you take that image and you just you ruin it? They had mm -hmm. to take that's all the agency like. away from her to make her a victim that people pity. That's really what he did in the yes. movie. But You're and right. Why, and why didn't you see any of the other uh, females that came into her life in this movie? You, you just this movie just shows nothing but males. There is and no, her mother and her mother yeah. who is also crazy. It yes, was crazy right. in, this in movie. real life. That's real. Yeah. That is real. Her but it's real to another level, though. Mm -hmm. But it's to a different level, not to the level that they portrayed. So her image is nothing but being surrounded by disgusting men. And yes, it, it's, it's more like anti-industry um, kind of more, I would say, because it's not that saying that with. men yeah. are wonderful in this at all. It's not. It's showing horrific things that men are mm -hmm. doing. Yeah. It's anti-Hollywood. It's very anti-Hollywood. Yeah. And it, I do uh, appreciate that, actually, because that stuff That's still happens what today I liked all about the time. Yeah. I, do, <laughs> I do like the anti-Hollywood, but I don't like that it dis, uh, disminish, disminish, eh, diminishes. Diminishes. Thank you. I am horrible at speaking. Let me do a podcast. Um, yes, it completely just does that to her. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's, it's very upsetting. But yeah, let's dig the into movie. the movie. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so we open in uh, the movie. It's LA 1933. Uh, there's a birthday surprise, and it's a picture of her dad, supposedly. And yeah. It's just some guy with a yeah. mustache who I was like, is that supposed to be Clark Gable? You know, I was like, <laughs> I don't Man know. Man in fedora yeah. with mustache. Uh, and the mother's like, I can't say the name. Yeah, well, the, the heavy implication is that he's a big time Hollywood producer. Yes, that's what they're of. saying. Yeah. Um, I read that she grew up believing that her father was a guy named Charles Stanley Gifford. Yes. Who was a Hollywood producer. So that's yeah. obviously what they're drawing upon here. Um, she never really found out. I think recently. In 2022, they found out. There yes. Oh, did they? There was yes. some DNA test mm -hmm. done, and they found her niece. Yeah. 
Her biological niece. <gasps> oh, yes! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the names. Did you it? look this up, Brian? I had it, and I fucking... Uh, here, wait. Um, in 2022, DNA testing indicated that Monroe's father was Charles Stanley Gifford. It was him. It was him. Yeah. It was him. So oh. she was right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the movie's good there. When yeah. did this come out, by the way? Yes. This came out in 2019? I believe, but what, yeah. like, but in the, the no, movie, sorry, twenty twenty two. Yeah, oh, right, right on time. The the movie would have you believe that that was like a driving force in her character, just finding out who her father was. And I yeah, don't, I don't know I anything about that. that so the so they actually didn't put in some horrific shit from her actual life in this. It's like some of the most fucked up shit that happened to her. They cut it out as of a the child. Movie. Yeah, so uh -huh. she was molested in yeah. an orphanage oh, like God. several times throughout her life, like sexually abused as a child, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like she had severe. She did. Have trauma from that and she was like fucked up forever yeah but the movie where you're trying to show like all this fucked up shit somehow you don't show the most fucked up thing yeah you know but that's I, real yeah apparently it wasn't i read somewhere that her grandmother actually tried uh drowning her and it wasn't her mom uh -huh. but also she was put in an orphanage at the uh, two weeks old right so she was put in or for um or she was put into foster parents that's what it was it was foster parents and her mom would give her uh the family 25 dollars every month and would visit her almost like every other weekend to make sure she still was in that yeah. life. And then at seven years old, she took her back living in this house only for a couple of years until she was about 10 years old when her mother had an episode and was in and out of hospitals. Mm -hmm. And that is when um, she was put into orphanage. And that one scene where she is yelling, I'm not an orphan, I'm not an orphan, that's actually real. That's real. She mm -hmm. actually did start yelling and that she wasn't an orphan. And she was in and out of uh, family and friends of her mother's in and out and that I mean I can't imagine being given up by people that say that they love you yeah. and right. then being passed along like, and some of those people molested her too exactly right. like yeah. her life was fucking hard and that's yes. kind of the theme part of the theme of the movie and I think this comes from quotes she said later in life uh, that she was comfortable being <laughs> you know belonging to the nation belonging to the world because she never belonged to anyone else. This mm -hmm. is why she's like constantly conflicted. Am I Marilyn Monroe? Am I Norma Jean Baker? Mm -hmm. um, her childhood and early life, she had no identity. She, mm -hmm. she, her mother was in and out of insane asylums her whole mm -hmm. life. Uh, and she, like you said, she's being passed around between friends and family and into orphanages and then until she's an adult and now she's thrown into this horrendous world that is 1940s well, and 50s yeah. Hollywood. Yes. <laughs> well, not even as an adult. Like, she decided to marry at the age of 16 so she can get out of an orphanage because yep. she was going to go back to an orphanage. I didn't know and this at all. And she said, yeah. fuck, this is what I'm saying about this. She is not mm -hmm. weak. And they yeah. portrayed her so poorly in this. She stood up for herself because you can go two ways when it comes to trauma. You can either let it crumble your life, or I think personally, in my decision or my perspective, is you have a choice to be able to say fuck. Either you live in that shit, or you say fuck that shit. I'm going to become I'm gonna rise above it. Yeah. Exactly, and that's what she did. She said, "I'm not going back in that fucking orphanage. I'm going to go marry this really hot guy at high school." Who's a friend of mine? His name uh, that was um. He's joining Jeff the uh, Doherty. Yeah. James Do James Doherty, yeah. which isn't Doherty. touched upon at all. In this. They not don't mention not no. even remotely close. No, because that would give her agency. Yes. Right. and they right. want her to be a victim right. for the no. entirety yeah. of and her she life. She just lived a decent life for a couple years, where she went it's... to go work in a factory, like at those um during the World War uh, II Two and stuff like that. I saw pictures of that. Yes. Like, well, that's that there's was like the reason. colored pictures of her in mm -hmm. working in the factory. And well, I that's how she got started. Yeah, yeah, was from that photographer. 
that photographer is like, not even like a scene of that. Like, like, (laughs) she was just doing normal things. But her entire life, she wanted to be an actor. That was her getaway, was going to the movies. And she would come back and reenact films and and practice. Like, she knew she was going to be an actress since Mm -hmm. she was a child. Sure. She's probably one of the first generations where it's like, you're really growing up with, with movies. movies being yeah. a thing. That's a good yeah. point. You yeah. know? Yeah. It's like, and you would go back then and you would see two or three movies <laughs> I mean, in a she row. dated Charlie Chaplin's son. Exactly. That? <laughs> yeah. That's oh, real. Boy. <laughs> oh, boy. They did date. They did date. It wasn't a thruple, though. <laughs> it wasn't a weird gay thruple. threesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck anyone how much that think in their mind is in fucking sane. There was no in Gemini's. 1930s. <laughs> you know what's great is it's like they portray them as like these. Well, they're always topless. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. The they're like these stud muffins. Meanwhile, the fathers that we know, it's Charlie Chaplin, <laughs> who is the Hitler mustache goofball with big pants, and Edward G. Robinson, who's a midget that goes mercy. <laughs> Yeah, and then you got sons. their sons. We are the greatest specimens of Greek <laughs> men you've ever seen. Uh, yeah. Did you did you look up Charlie Chaplin's son? What he looks like? No, I didn't. He's not even as good looking as Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> he's like, like he's like just like kind of an ugly dude. It's like, oh. yeah. No, 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 no. These are the only men that can ever give her a waterfall rush of an. Yes, orgasm. Niagara Falls Niagara is on screen. Literal Niagara Falls. You're probably seeing it if you're watching the video right now. Man, she ain't gonna make your shoes look like a lake. <laughs> Charlie Chaplin trips over an ottoman. <laughs> I, wanted to, I was going to pantomime something, but I was like, I can't do Charlie silent. <laughs> oh, my God. But they had the timing completely messed up, too. Like, it kind of showed her going through the um, Strasbourg acting studio, what it is what it looked like in the beginning. Yeah. She didn't get, she didn't go to the actor studio until after she started her production company. And yeah. that was mm-hmm. way later. So uh, they're all messed up. I yet. think they're just showing her when she was taking some early acting classes, like early in her career. Well, she didn't, yeah, well, she started Not, taking acting classes when she, um, it wasn't the Strasbourg ones. It was no. like these earlier. No, she did it when she classes. went the, uh, when she, uh, got picked up by uh, Fox. 21st Century Fox yeah. is when she started taking advantage of every single class. Like she took horseback classes, dance classes, singing class. She took every. She's class gonna be she a big star. <laughs> Acting lessons, dancing. And with all lessons. of that, the movie summed it up as <laughs> yes. she goes to an interview, gets raped, gets a role. Like that's yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. Which didn't happen. Which didn't yeah. happen. So that was a. There's no evidence of that whatsoever. So, no, yeah. no. I, I she's against anything. that. So yeah. I actually watched a documentary uh, that was is on Netflix as well. I think it's called The Marilyn Monroe Tapes. And it's God, the guy, it. it's good. It's the guy who did her biography. And it's him calling up basically everybody. And they're mm-hmm. playing different tapes. Is it Norman Mailer? I don't know the guy. It's a British guy. Okay. I don't know who. Well, there is. was a the reason I bring that up is because there's a guy named Norman Mailer who wrote a, bi- a biography of her, and that's where all this abortion stuff comes from. Really? Like, there's no evidence that she, she had any. No. She there's zero evidence it, about abortion. Right. So this guy Norman Mailer interviewed her friend from back then who said this. Okay. And that's the only 
place this comes from at all. It's not based on any kind so of... So the government okay. isn't kidnapping people and forcing abortions? Yes, the, the Kennedy administration yes. is having G-men drag her through hallways and doing forced abortions. Um, yeah, that was quite shocking, Wait, wasn't it? hold on. Before, before we get there... Um, so, so yeah, back to this. So, so this guy in the before we get there, yeah, the, guy, the guy in the documentary called up um, like the secretary of Fox uh-huh. and um, an agent and like all these different people. And basically, what it they were all saying was, it was like that was how Hollywood was conducted at the time. Not she wasn't raped. It was just Hollywood was driven by sex. I have, and she slept with the guy to get parts and stuff. That I have is, no doubt that what was portrayed on the screen happened to thousands of girls. Yes. yes. Yeah, that's you why know. they did it. Um, like it, was, it wasn't like this happened to her. It was like They want you to think right. of Harvey Weinstein. Of course. It still yeah. happened. Exactly. Yeah. So it's um, like, yeah, I, get she, it. I don't think she did sleep with any, or if she did, it was like her choice. Mm-hmm. But it was her choice, 100%, yes. based yeah. on what I saw in but the But definitely doc. not yeah. with uh, that, pro- um, what was his name? What was the, the one they were actually, the, the, the guy lead. they're portraying is a guy named uh, uh, Daryl F. Zanuck. Mm-hmm. Who actually is known for being a piece of shit right. and would flash women all the time and do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But the fact that Marilyn Monroe Because, you know, nothing turns on a young lady like Woo! an older gentleman going, what do you think of this? <laughs> <laughs> Balls. Look at those big old wrinkle balls. Yeah. Is that from Louis C.K.'s new special? <laughs> Block the way C.K. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that gets me like into any film I want. Like, Can I see your balls uh-huh. first? Uh, but she wrote uh, an article though in a magazine that says the wolves, I, uh, the wolves I have known, and she talks about the casting couches and how they're all mm. over the place. But there has never been evidence that she actually did it, and there was never evidence of her ever being raped because she she straight up said she denied parts because she wouldn't have sex with them. She says that in her so article, it actually hurt she, her career. Yes. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, because she that was everything she was against. And that's why this right. movie makes me so angry is because it portrays her as what she didn't want is exactly the opposite of what she was striving for. Right. She didn't, she, she was a person that, or at least I would like to think from what I've read and seen, that she was a person that if someone's like, oh yeah, we're gonna have sex before you get this role, she'd go, go fuck yourself. Because right. everywhere else where she's got mm-hmm. so tired, she started her own uh, production company. I think, right. I think later, she would have that power to say no. Oh, definitely. But I think when you're the nobody and they control the entire industry, that's a, that's a good that's, question. That's when I think it happened. If it did no, happen, that's when it yes. happened. I feel like she, she was never a nobody. That was the thing. She wasn't that big of a nobody at that point. Yeah, like she, she was, she was up a and big coming. model and like taking pictures and people knew about her. And then like, I think, what was her first movie? I don't think it was like a flop she, or small at all. I don't for know. The first movie she was ever like largely in? Yeah. I like, mean, she I was feel doing like was When she did Gentlemen Preferred Blondes, was she was a, she was not huge. the biggest star in the movie. It was uh, Jane. Russell. Russell. Yeah. And yeah, there's a whole scene where she's mad about the, the, the pain. pain. That is a yeah. true thing too. Yeah. Like Jane Russell was a much bigger star at well, that time. Right. She ended up, uh, so because she wasn't getting that many uh, large roles, um, they actually terminated her, uh, Fox ended up terminating her contract after two years. Mm -hmm. And then Columbia actually uh, picked her up. And that's when she Mm -hmm. started changing her hair color because it was uh, Natasha Lytus, who was a uh, the head drama t- coach over mm. at uh, Columbia, 
And they said they noticed that there wasn't enough blondes in the industry. They didn't have that. Uh, it was know. missing. It was like something that was just not there. So they said, we're going to we're gonna fill in Are that Are you gap. saying it's a die job? <laughs> it is a dog. <laughs> oh my god! <gasps> yes, she, um, <laughs> she based her look on a uh, a '30s actress whose name is escaping me right now. I want to say, say Jane she, Seymour, oh, like Eve it Morgan was, or something. Uh, <laughs> I can't fucking remember her name. You know who I'm talking about, but it Brian doesn't matter. This is. Um, did you think of it? Oh, I'm sorry. No. Yeah. Um, the studio system. Yes. You want to talk? About Tell this? me about it. Because okay. this is important to understand. Yes. Okay. So the way the studio system worked, and Marilyn Monroe kind of almost kickstarts its fall, right? So the way the studio system works is, let's say all four of us are studios, right? Okay. I'm Fox. I you're Columbia. Warner Brothers. You're Warner Brothers, and you're <laughs> RKO. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we all have our stable of actors and actresses uh-huh. yeah. that you sign to deals, right? Mm-hmm. But almost like a sports team. It, it's almost mm-hmm. like a sports team, except but you have ownership. You can kinda. fuck them bad because literally, it's yeah. It's not. <laughs> it's not just that. It's I can. I you have to do seven pictures, and you're only allowed, let's say, to say no to two. I could just give you nothing but garbage shit pictures mm-hmm. and ruin your career. Right. So if you want to play ball, you have to do what they want. Do what right. I want, right. which yep. could be sexual head. favors or right. starring in a thing or taking a pay cut or mm-hmm. whatever. You only the people that are so so big like Marilyn gets even have a chance to fight against the system because they make so much money. Because they make so make much the money. Studio so much yeah. money. She can also do things on her own. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. Your average person, like a Jane Russell, probably doesn't have that ability to fight against the studio. Right. And whatever they say, they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And That's, now what brought this down? What killed it? So, strikes. This is in the 60s. This is in the 60s. Kind of like now. Uh, the industry had all these big budgets. All the 50s and 60s shit, mm-hmm. like Ben-Hur that we love. The epics. The epics. Yeah. They led to the death of the studio because they were so expensive. Mm-hmm. And everything was being filmed in, you know, 70s. In Technicolor. Yeah, and everything is big, huge budget sets, all this. Everything just got bloated and more expensive. Big run times. Is this kind of mm-hmm. like almost why United Artists took off a little more? United, well, that was the union, right? That, United right. Artists started because of Charlie Chaplin. He's yeah, like, I know that, but I, I wonder if that's why. Like, It was kind of. It was like. You so, had more people joining them. It was the, the artists that, you know, had already made a name kind of setting themselves up where they could do what they want. Yeah. You had Charlie Chaplin, Errol Flynn, uh, right. Doug Fairbanks. You had those guys starting early United Which, Artists. Mm-hmm. It, it was that almost uh, what she did too, kind of. By starting her own studio, mm-hmm. she had her own production company, which that is worked li- for studios. She, yes. Ah, okay. I see. Well, yeah, they would call her up and be like, "Hey, we have this film." Eventually, right. she worked out a deal where it was like, um, for every one uh, Fox movie she made, she could make one uh, MNP, MM, sorry, Marilyn Monroe MMP picture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I see. Because she was just tired of getting these shit movies. She was right. just so tired of it. It was also like... It's a way to circumvent the big wigs. You're a dumb yes. blonde again. You're a dumb right, blonde right. again. And that's all you're a blonde dumb, gold digger. Dumb, and it's yeah. like, she actually had range and was a way better actress than, than she gets... Then they let cra- her be. Exactly. Uh-huh. Because what do you... The asset of the movie, the way it's marketed is... Come Here's a hot at, chick. Look at Marilyn Monroe yeah. be hot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, <laughs> like they're not going to market her in something where it's like... She's dark and not sexy in every scene. Right. Because it defeats their moneymaker. Yeah. 
God forbid right. a woman is intelligent and sexy. Mm-hmm. God fucking forbid. Yeah. So, so that's the thing. All her things, like, you know, for the most part of comedies, it's very rare where she actually got to flex her range. Eventually she did later, but... That, that's interesting because yeah. it, it kind of paves the way for someone like Meryl Streep to come later, you know, who's just like... Meryl's a phony baloney. Well, yeah. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> what the f- <laughs> Seinfeld. <laughs> I was so worried. I was. I referenced Seinfeld in every episode somehow. Do you like <laughs> Seinfeld? I do. I didn't get that right away. <laughs> so I was, On my podcast, the host also mentioned Seinfeld 24-7, so I'm a little upset I didn't yeah. get that. I referenced oh, that every Meryl Streep, she's such a phony, phony baloney. <laughs> I referenced yeah, every episode, and he hates it. <laughs> And this episode coming like in, I was so. like, man, am I going to be able to reference Seinfeld? <laughs> Fuck, I don't know how I'm going to weave it in organically. And then he said that. It was like, yes. I line him up, you knock him yeah. down, bro. Damn. <laughs> well, yeah, you get someone like Meryl Streep where it's based on her talent and not her looks, you know? Right. It's not the bombshell where it's like, I guess the modern equivalent of someone where it's based on her looks more than her talent would be like early Megan Fox. Like oh, in the yeah. first Transformers, <laughs> yeah. you know, where it's like the posters are her like bending down, showing her ass. Right. Yeah. You know, in like that first Transformers movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's also a lot of the eighties horror. Yeah. The eighties horror is nothing but it's screen queens. Girls. Oh, I yeah. can go on for hours about that shit. <laughs> I love. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't until Sigourney Weaver in Aliens is when they completely changed that into where here's a badass final girl who doesn't. I mean, yeah, yeah she definitely has a sexy scene, panties, <laughs> yeah. but it's that's not the point of it. No. Yeah, the scene was warranted. Mm-hmm. And in the, and in the '80s, you have all the you know the Animal House Porky's shit, where it's like. It's a comedy, but it's really like, Just look, at look at tits. That's what it is. Yeah. We'll I talk mean, about those in the next show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, tits are great. I love tits, but like, Jesus. Who doesn't? Exactly. <laughs> Who doesn't? Like, that? It, will, it will be world peace. Boobs. Um, but, it, but that also did help Marilyn, though, when the pictures came out. Oh, it, right. it, it, it right. people thought it would ruin her career, and it has the adverse effect. And that's what I loved about her, because she was so smart about it, where the studio actually said, because they, they called her up when she was on set, and they're like, hey, this is what happened. Like, these photos are out. Is this you? Is this really you? Because she did these photos because she just needs to make rent. Mm-hmm. She told herself she would never do nudes. She would never do that kind of stuff, but she got, and she denied the offer at first. But she was so far behind on rent, she actually goes there. Um, Desperate and, times. Yeah, it uh, used to have the name of whoever it was. The photographer? But, yeah. But it didn't backfire. But it didn't backfire. Right. That was the best her. part mm-hmm. right. because she actually asked the photographer, said, no one's going to recognize me, right? And he said, no, no one will ever recognize. And she completely forgot about it until they were actually, without her permission, put onto a calendar. And those that oh, calendar they show it was in everywhere, and that is true. And that moment is more is a more realistic thing where she's seeing this calendar, where you see it, where she's about to go, and yeah. before she like does the, the, the threesome, yeah. L.A. acting circle in 1950. That's yes. what it was, yeah. So before their little threesome sh- bullshit, yeah, <sighs> they slightly have her seeing this calendar, but it wasn't when she found that out. It was when she was in the in the studio or uh, filming, right. and they were like, "Hey, is this true?" And she's like. Yeah, they're like, yeah. say that you didn't do it. She goes, 
but I did. <laughs> People with eyes can tell. Yes, she's like, but I, I did do it. And the thing is, she refused to back down. Can we airbrush that mole out and say it to someone else? <laughs> it's Robert De Niro. But like, the thing is, like, I have the picture right in front of me, so I have yes. the Playboy. It's, and I'll hold uh, that up to the camera. Woo -hoo! Yeah, I might oh. have. Well, yeah, okay. You, 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 you yeah. does not like it, that. Yeah. The thing is, it's a, actually a very tasteful photo. That's sure. quintessential pinup. It is, yeah. and it says at the bottom. It says the smartest five hundred dollars any publisher ever spent uh, bought Hugh Hefner the rights and the color uh, colors uh, separation plates to this photograph of Marilyn Monroe. Our first undated cover proclaims. First time in any magazine, full color, the famous Marilyn Monroe nude. The issue sold an astonishing 77%, thanks in part to the person who we call our sweetheart of the month. Hmm. But this photo... What year was that? Do we know? Uh, the photo? Yeah. Well, uh, the, that Playboy put it out. Playboy put it out. Uh, it has to be... Well, that was... Well, this that, is no, that's, 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 that's talking about a historical yeah. event, essentially. Yeah, this is the, thir uh, the uh, 13th anniversary issue. Uh, this 30th. Is a 30th. Wow, I can't read. Uh, 19, yeah, definitely 30th. Uh, 1984 is when this issue came out. But what, but when was the photo? 1953. 53, okay. December 1953 was the first uh, Playboy issue with Marilyn Monroe. Okay. Wow. Oh, she's in the first issue? Playboy number one. They literally, wow. It, wow. the empire was built around her. God damn it, she really is historically important. Yes. <laughs> that kind of goes back to the- She invented porn. The, the, tits, <laughs> the tits that built America. Yeah. That goes back to- that's all to it like, is, it's just tits. Yeah. yeah the beginning yeah. of the conversation when it's like, is anybody gonna ever hit that level again? No. No. Never. No. <laughs> it's not happening. No. Like you no. have- like There's bands iconic, like, named after her. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Really? Like you have Barbie Bell. Marilyn Manson? Oh, now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you have iconics that have been in this magazine, like Barbie Benson and so many other iconics, but no one as iconic as Marilyn Monroe. And the fact that these images were stolen. Yeah. These are stolen images. Yeah. The first Playboy magazine is based off of stolen images. Is that, I used to be a huge, huge It's the Hugh story Hefner. of porn, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I was a huge Hugh fan. And then I found out um, all that uh, like creepy bullshit that he did, and mm. I was like, I'm not a fan anymore. Yeah, you can't trust anyone who wears a robe all the time. <laughs> Just Especially out of pure red. jealousy, to be honest. All the time. Like red before, constantly. Like he looks comfortable. He is a comfy guy. He was a comfy guy. Pipe. <laughs> All right, so in the movie, um, <laughs> what, I yeah. guess we're <laughs> we're in the actor circle now, right? Uh, she's yeah. she's with uh, Charlie Chaplin Jr., Edward G. Robinson, and they have the gay three way. Well, they don't say hi. <laughs> she walks in, and it's like we're dancing now. Yeah, they're playing piano. <laughs> That's what happens when we get him when we walk in. <laughs> he takes us and just wheel, rolls us around. <laughs> yeah. And they look at the stars. Yes. And then they make a pact. That, and I forgot what the pact is. Uh, they'll always <laughs> love each other. Right. Uh, and if like, and by the way, I'm going to do the most needlessly cruel thing ever to you. Yeah. <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> but I love you. <laughs> Which is complete fake. It never so happened. My oh. wife watched this movie like months ago. Uh -huh. And I didn't see it. I didn't watch it with her. She watched it alone. And she hated it so much. And when uh, when I told her we were watching this, she was just like, that fucking rabbit at the end, she hated it so, like, <laughs> why would he do that? 
It's like the most evil catfish ever, yeah. and it's not real at all. This no. never happened. No. Like most of this movie. Yeah. Like, oh, she, she, she wasn't doing lewd acts in movie theaters, watching her own movies with two dudes? Yeah, being... <laughs> yeah, 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 oh, yeah, she's, she's so skiing in the movie theater. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't the skiing. She was the slope. You're right. You're right. The motherfucker was the slope. Like, what is happening? What is happening? Can you imagine? Yeah. Just like, legs wide open, two, like hands up in her. Yeah, it's like two kids next to you. Like, what? what? A packed theater. Totally yeah. What is happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's normal, right? Oh. Man, see? <laughs> I, I did do something like that once at a baseball game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, upper deck at the Mets in like 2008. With your two dude friends? No. <laughs> you finger popped some chick at the Mets game? No, I Did was finger popped. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. One guy yeah. on each side of you? Yeah, yeah me and my like, ex. Upper deck in like August at a Mets game. In like was, were there people around? 2008. It, it was a Mets game in like 2008. No. <laughs> we were in like the last row in upper deck. You were filmed. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Some this camera was 2008. Guy it was right <laughs> before. It still happens. I just went to yeah. Salt City five and it was myself and two of my friends and then there's another two couple all the way in the back corner yeah. and we they were not watching the movie wow <laughs> we saw yeah. titanic like, 3d together the three of us there was one other Whoa. couple in the movie theater i like that you like one right other couple yeah. you consider the th three of well, us we have a marilyn monroe <laughs> relationship yeah love it steve's like promise me guys yeah steve <laughs> calls us both daddy <laughs> often all right real quick we have a friend who demands that. <laughs> all right, we have a friend who demands that everyone calls him daddy. We yeah. do, and it's like <laughs> we do call him it. So like <laughs> we just started doing it almost like ironically, but every time they were saying it in the movie, you thinking of him? I was thinking of him. Did it pop in for you? No, it no. didn't. Yeah, I wish it had. I, Can my, I ask why? He's fucking crazy. He's Mexican. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, <gotcha. laughs> yeah. That, both that just makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> crazy gotcha. Mexican guy. Yeah, call me daddy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I hate when people call them daddy. Like I hate. I don't it. like I it. I hate it. I think it's disgusting. And it's like, well, let's show more yes, daddy, daddy issues. It's and, all about yeah, daddy issues. Yeah. And that's something they took from. Um, Gentlemen prefer blondes. Oh, I just watched it today. And in that, she's like, yes, daddy. And mm. she keeps saying it like flirting with men. So they took a character attribute of a character she played. And put it on And her. they're like, That's this her is her. <laughs> <sighs> That's great. This is kind of a hit piece, this movie, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's character assassination. You know what's funny? I didn't understand what people were mad about when it came out. And as we're going through this, if, if you know now, it's like, oh, this makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I get why now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, did people hate this? It's oh, a yeah. it's a it's like really revered. divisive, yeah. Mm -hmm. I will say this. Over it's rated NC-17. This is the first yeah. NC-17 film we're doing on the show. I don't think it's worthy of an NC-17. I feel like it's... There's way harsher the shit. The Kennedy scene is definitely quite gratuitous. Yes, I think yeah. that's the... I think that's the... That's well, it. Yes. That's what JFK raping her, basically. So. Well, I mean, there's a long yes. And a long blowjob blow scene, yeah. That is the most awkward Which is scene. weird, yeah. because I want them to do Caligula. <laughs> <laughs> I was told no. <laughs> I didn't tell you no. I didn't tell you no either. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, um, who picked this fucking movie? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> All right, where are we in the film? Um, okay, so she they had their pregnant. gay three-way, the theater oh, finger bang. Woo! Um, she gets pregnant. Oh, and now, it, it, real quick, so she's at a thing with her agent, 
and he's like, in private, take precautions. Oh, you can be, you can, you ha can have a gay three way, but yeah, don't let anyone see you do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then on the front page, three way. Yeah. <laughs> no. It, no. Oh, that paparazzi. I feel like that would have been a known, like, the, yeah, everyone would know everyone about it. Everyone would have known this about it. This would be yeah. the biggest, like, yeah. Hollywood ever. story ever, ever. Mm -hmm. from the 30s. Yeah. yeah. This is a complete fabrication. <laughs> she. It's so she 100% did date Charlie Chaplin Jr. for like a couple of months. It was nothing like long term mm -hmm. serious. Hollywood, date. and it's like, yes, and it's yeah, like bullshit. she she did one film with Edward G. Robinson, and it's like apparently they were like acquaintances where it was like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Like that's the level of their relationship. And now, you know, si 60 years later, whatever it is, it's like they had gay three ways together. I'm questioning this director what he really wanted to see. He just created a movie and be like, hey, let's see some, some threesomes. And like, let's... Topless it, men rubbing each other. Yes. <laughs> it's like his sex there are like his imagery, his fantasy happening right there. He's like, mm. yeah, let's Probably. do this. Probably. So like, now, that's just what like, it feels like. So now we get, um, you know, she gets pregnant and she tells the guys. Yeah. And they're how would you say they take it? Mixed. It's almost as if they ignore it. They're yeah. like, it's whatever. Like, yeah. Like, oh, this is a you problem, happy, right? But like, yeah. they're like. They're like, this, is, this isn't going through. Right. Yeah. I think they know like the, the world they're in. Um, like, yay, question mark? Right, you can't live like the, that. This is the one time that I think the movie uh, makes her the bad guy. It's like she chooses the um, her career over the child and kills the child, well, right? They made a point though to say why she, she tried to about not it. do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she tried not yeah. to do it, but the big reason why she was thinking about not doing it was because of the mental illness. Yeah. she was scared that the right. mental illness of, of her mother. mother would be passed down to this child, which made her second guess it. Did we skip the scene when she goes to see her mother? Uh, yes. You just kind of did, but mm. it's okay. So uh, she's pregnant and she goes to see her mother to tell her, and her mother is like a vegetable who's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and she gets an offer for gentlemen prefer blondes, and Jane Russell would get a hundred thousand, and yeah. she would get you know five hundred a week. Five hundred a week. She would get five. And she hangs up and she's angry, and then she visits her mother, and we get that scene. Now that's real. Jane Russell got. The real paycheck, mm -hmm. and she got five hundred a week for it. She got shit, yeah. right? Because she was the biggest star, and she was on loan from another studio. Hmm. But yeah, like we said before, this whole abortion thing, nope, is there's no evidence of it. No, there's no, no there's no evidence of any abortion. Right now, what I think he was doing is, because uh, I believe famously the studios forced Judy Garland to get an abortion. Oh really? Yeah, I, hmm. I when I was looking up research for this, I saw something about that. Um, but I think he again, he's trying to make her as sympathetic as possible, and I think this was his way of throwing that into the movie. Mm -hmm. That makes you know? sense. Just like and look they, at what they do. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Like this is Hollywood. Right. But they did it so vulgar. not to her like, exactly. So yeah. it was unnecessary. Yeah. I feel like to get that point across. Everything yeah. is done in a way that's jarring and fucked up. Yes, and Shock value, I, I mean, That's obvious. I, I think this may be uh, one of the best pro-life movies I've ever seen. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yes, is. It is. Which I think is um, another reason people hate it. Sure. That's what I, that, when I said before about how the movie is subversive. That's it. Like yeah. it's, it is goes against any kind of mainstream convention. Yeah. Um, it has a political agenda. However, oh, yeah. anyone feels about it is up to them. Sure. But that is definitely the slant I got from the film. Oh, it's 100% yeah. pro-life. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, 
it's done in like weird artsy David Lynch ways, you yeah, know? See, and then yeah. there's that yeah. throughout the, the movie. The talking to her. Well, they that's have, later, yeah. They have yeah. the aborted fetus. Yeah, like, why did you kill me? Yes. We'll get, well, I get, thought, it. Yeah. We'll get into that. Yeah, I, I have a different perspective on uh, that. Real quick, so Judy Garland uh, was forced to have an abortion by her mother and the studio in 1941. And then in 1943, she had a second abortion when she was pregnant by Tyrone Power. Wow. Mm-hmm. Tyrone. Yeah. More than any other movie, this reminded me of Firewalk with me. You said that to me on the phone. Oh. Yeah. yeah, you're right. It it's very similar, and there's the, so many like, like it's twisted scenes. yeah. It's like ha- yeah. it's, it's the story of a tormented yeah. young blonde girl that just goes off the fucking rails, and yeah. then you got these crazy art house things happening. But the final at the end of the movie when she does die, mm-hmm. you've got that scene where she's surrounded by light. Yes. I would swear to you that the music playing is a synth version of Laura Palmer's theme. It's the same music. Think, watch it again and listen. It's fucking Laura Palmer's theme. How about when, when, she's, <laughs> when she's lying in bed and you see her spirit kind of go yeah. away? That's very... It's late. Twin yeah. Peaks. Yeah, it's, it's Twin, Twin Peaks. Peaks. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Shit. This is making me like it a tiny bit more. It also yeah. has, like, I, I don't know if you anyone felt the same way about this, but a lot of the scenes where it's artsy, mm-hmm. I felt was him saying, like, look, She's turning into her mother. She's becoming schizophrenic, like talking to the baby. Oh, there's definitely some of that. Having yeah. the visuals of like Bob while on drugs. And, yeah, like <laughs> it's Bob. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it plays on both parts. I think so. It's I think open it's for both. interpretation. Like some of them. Like uh, like one of the abortion scenes, you don't know if it's real or not. One of the yeah. like one of the scenes where she's talking to the baby. Mm-hmm. Is she just having an internal conversation or is she actually here? Yeah, they have like an extended dream like nightmare sequence of her like escaping the the abortion and like she's running through the house and and she opens the drawer and there's a baby in the drawer and that reminded me of my friend. He, um... He <laughs> had baby in his drawer. No, no. That's what I was yeah. Oh, the guy with the chest of drawers. Yeah, he had a chest of drawers and oh, no. um, he had three Japanese men that uh, were staying with him and they were sleeping in the drawers. And what happened was he left, and they had to get to a meeting, and they got It'll stuck pass. Pass. inside oh, no. the drawers. And my other friend had to get an axe and cut up the uh, the well, drawers. You, you did. You cut them out. I, I yeah. cut up the drawers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get the Japanese men out so they could get to the Nakatomi <laughs> Broadcasting Company. What? That's another Seinfeld. <laughs> the plot of a Seinfeld episode. Do you know the episode where... <laughs> I've never seen that episode. Well, you never saw the three Japanese men in the drawers? No. No, it's one of the best that episodes. That one I've never seen. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> okay, now that the conversation yeah. brought to a screeching um, halt, where I, were we? So now, after the baby in the drawer, the next thing is we meet Jip Rossetti as Joe oh, DiMaggio. Yes, yeah, 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 it's yeah. Bobby Cannavale. Oh, yeah. Uh... And he is a goon. He's a guinea what goon. What is happening with this? <laughs> <laughs> was he really that? Was he like, Probably. He just sat around watching baseball all day, just shut his brain no, off. No, he of actually thing. had a TV in every single one of his rooms, including the bathroom. <gasps> really? That was actually a thing. Yeah. I, okay, I'm glad Must they did be that, rich. I guess. Two TV. Nobody's got two TVs. <laughs> <laughs> What's a rerun? <laughs> You'll find out. Um, they make it seem I like love he's a decent dude at first who's like trying to be understanding. And then they destroy him with being like overly. He he's an Italian working class guy yeah. who definitely was not going to put up with celebrity bullshit. 
and he hated the idea of having to share her with the rest of the world. Yes. Yeah. Um, I love when she's in the kitchen with all the Italian old ladies. That and was just, fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> does it come, yeah. the pasta doesn't come yeah. from the store? You don't make it? They're all, they, they're like, they can't believe she's a real person. Yeah, it's that, like, but that was like no, the closest thing to levity in the movie. Uh, but well, there's no way she's that dumb. She can't be that she dumb. She is not yeah. that dumb where she goes, yeah. wait, you can make pasta? Right. <laughs> No! <laughs> from Hollywood can't understand just sitting I think, down. I think it's more yeah. they're trying to make a wasp joke yeah. than her being like dumb, dumb and not knowing how yeah. pasta well, is failed. made. Well, they failed. They made her so fucking dumb. Now, I will say this. Um, in the documentary I watched, they show uh, some like interview footage of her in the time period after she's with DiMaggio, right? Mm -hmm. So They were only together for nine months. They were together for nine months. Um, and you see them on their honeymoon. They went to Japan. And he had to, they went to Japan because he had to, he had a contract to like do like some training with the Japanese baseball team. And she went and entertained troops at an army base in Japan. Oh yeah, it's a yeah. win-win. Cool. So he barely saw her on their honeymoon and there's an interview where he's like, I wish I was seeing Marilyn on our, my honeymoon. Mm. Do you know where he, he was? He it was a working vacation. He was, he was already yeah. pissed about that. Then when they get back, um, they're talking and she, she's like, I'm learning to cook. I can broil steak now. Like that's the interview. So I don't think she really knew how to cook too much. That's a wonderful impression, Brian. Thank you. You deserve it. The Academy <laughs> will be notified. Happy birthday now. <laughs> happy birthday, dear Tony. <laughs> Why me? I'm looking at you. <laughs> I contacted you. Yeah. <laughs> you asked for it. You did. I'm the one who didn't. <laughs> but you did with your you eyes. Did. You're right. You're right. Your wife is going to get you a big birthday cake this year. Mm. I'm going to pop out singing to you. The table is going to go up like yeah. in, the white, in the white dress. Yes. Yeah, 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 the white dress, yeah. Um, so, and then she's talking that she can't talk to regular people. In the movie? Yeah, like she's like, there's yeah. no point with regular people. Do you remember that? Kind Vaguely, of, yeah. She, she's saying like there's no reason to They have no point of context. like, she was falling into like a weird depression almost. Now that is complete bullshit yeah. because yeah, obviously she <laughs> she um, she had a therapist who like was dealing with like her and like all her trauma and stuff. And one of the things he did was he would bring her to his house just to like hang out with like his wife, his wife's sister, mm -hmm. and like their kid, like mm -hmm. their son. And like they would all just talk and like be friendly, normal, mm -hmm. like away from Hollywood shit. Right. Mm -hmm. So she was capable of communicating with regular people. She right. liked to talk to normal yeah. people. That was the thing. But she did have social anxiety, and she actually had horrible, horrible stage fright. Horrible, really? crippling <laughs> yep. stage frights where she wouldn't. She would spend at least like two hours fixing her lipstick because she didn't want to go out on stage. But it wasn't. It wasn't that she didn't want to. She just. It was just something she had. But she's Sorry. also had. She's had that since she was a child, and she also had a stuttering problem. Where she, when she gets mm -hmm. really excited, or nervous, she would start stuttering. So mm -hmm. a lot of her times, like when she was doing takes, it took her, took her a long time to do so many takes because of her anxiety. She had an insane amount of anxiety, which. Throughout this time, like I know we're going to get to the drug aspect, but she started doing a lot of sleeping pills mm -hmm, to be able mm -hmm. to just kind of calm herself and just get to sleep. And that was one of her biggest downfalls was the anxiety that she's always had, and the and the depression just made it worse, and it just completely well, also, you know, childhood trauma. 
yeah. as well, yeah. like paired with the trauma of being a Hollywood star is exactly. not easy. <laughs> and trying <laughs> you know? to break out of this stigma of just being this sex icon where she just, just was tired of it. She wanted yeah. to show, one, you're allowed to be sexy and you're allowed to be smart and you're allowed to be a lot of different things. You're not to be put into this one little category of you're just an, an item, you're a piece of meat. And they, she would even say that the producers in the studios would say, you're just a piece of meat to try and make mm-hmm. their head not swell up, basically. Yeah, that's kind of the problem with the film. Like uh, The movie it, makes her meat. It, it does. Right. Oh, yeah. But the the film almost is like human beings are either all one thing or all the other. It, exactly. Yeah. There, There's a... Uh, no gray. Yeah. Well, I think he's trying to paint Hollywood in that way. I feel like this is like an attack on Hollywood in a way. More than anything else. But but if it's an attack on Hollywood then, then why is she topless through almost the entire movie even when it's like just... In the in their house, she's always topless, constantly. She's always saying sorry and always saying daddy and always saying, she, "This is pathetic." Yeah. It's pathetic for the characterization. Absolutely, yeah. Abs- yeah. it's it's kind of disgusting. Well, I yeah. think they want like it to be Hollywood is making her this thing almost against what she really wants. She wants to be Norma Jean, and, but she's forced to be Marilyn. That's, that's, but, that's the biggest theme in the but movie. But even in her sure. personal life? But that's, like, to your point, the mm-hmm. scene in the bedroom mm-hmm. with uh, her DiMaggio? husband at the time, DiMaggio, he is angry, walks in, and she is sitting there topless. No reason. Is she? Yes. Yeah. When he hits her? Yeah. Yes. She's topless. She's just topless there. And she's uh, yeah. she never sleeps with a shirt on. There's no reason for no. that. That's what I'm saying. This is exactly no to my point. And then when when she gets look, hit, it's the it's 50s. Like, Air conditioner isn't really around yet. It's hot. I didn't mean to. And he didn't even. She doesn't even know what she did. She Daddy, just automatically yeah. apologizes. Right. There's yeah. no argument. There's no character development besides you're weak. That's it. Which. No, it's no not. person is that. Thank yeah. you. you know, like, it's just, that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And even when there is some character development, it leans to the fact that, oh, she's going crazy. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, she, like, he, she's being stressed and now she's going crazy and then she becomes Mara Muro. And then it's just that back and forth. That's like the only arcs there. The movie does not need to be as long as it is because it's no. it's very repetitive. Do you know like what? We see, exactly. We yes. see the yeah. same things happen. It's just beating yeah. beating her into the point where uh-huh. she's going to kill herself. Because that's a part of it. They want you to be miserable for the yes. three hours. Like you, sure. like we said in the beginning, yes. he yes. hates the audience. Yes. Right. He's like, yeah. watch three hours of this shit. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> yes. You're going to feel There'll like some shit. There's some cool scenes. There's, there's some, like, I can clearly do cool filmmaking things in this movie. Like, he showed that he can do it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but it's I not lo- going to be a test I love, his, I love his movie before this <laughs> with uh, Brad Pitt and That's the, Casey he's Adams. only ever made two movies. He made four movies, I believe. No. Uh, the only one that I had seen is. Uh, you said Jesse James. And Jesse James. That was another it. One. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is his oh, name? I'm sorry. sorry. We keep referencing. I, f- I forgot and his name. Andrew Dominic. Andrew. Oh, Andrew Dominic. Right. He's my brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Killing Them Softly was his last movie. I didn't like that. With one. his song. Yes. <laughs> so uh, in the movie, in the movie, uh, <laughs> Charlie Chaplin Jr. and Ed Robinson try to blackmail DiMaggio, DiMaggio with yeah. pictures. Which d- wouldn't happen. No. <laughs> they have rich, powerful fathers. Yeah, they're all rich. They don't yeah, but they're like swarthy gay guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think that was more like I didn't see it as they're trying to get money. I saw it as them being like, "We love her, and we have to get this guy out." No, it's they want money. 
they asked for money, but I took it a little different because it's like they never they don't need money. They they have expensive cars. Yeah, but he also doesn't need to troll her about her father for yeah, like ten years. Clearly, they have some yeah. motivation yeah. to manipulate her and her life. It was so confusing. The, the that I took is he was uh, yeah. trying to give him give her some. Something to cling on. At first, you know? I thought at it first, was. Yeah. At first, I thought it was because out of love, and they saw him being abusive and not so great. Right. But then, as the movie goes on, you're just like. But then, all of a sudden, they lose contact yeah. and stuff like that. Like, yeah. it doesn't make sense. Their motive doesn't exist, or at least it's confusing. Yeah. There's and, and no it's reason. Like, there's no real, like, like you you know, there's no dad. It's not like oh wow, eventually this is gonna be. It's like literally that she's reading these letters throughout the movie. I think by the second letter, I'm like, yeah, that's that's Chaplin. You figured it out. You knew like, it was almost Chaplin inst- almost instantly. Yeah, I didn't know it was I Chaplin. Know it I didn't. Know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, didn't figure I it thought out. it was like a random fan. No, I thought so I, too. I, yeah. I was like, this is this is them. Because he's like, because that's what the gays no, do. No, it's it a was. classic movie move. <laughs> like, oh, because they're, they're never gonna give you a random person. They're always gonna attach a character. And those characters left early on, so it's like, oh, okay, they're going to come back. All right, at some smart point, audience you know? member. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank I'm you. Sorry. Put him in his fucking yeah. place. <laughs> Maybe so, someone will agree. So, real quick, uh, do you know uh, what DiMaggio's like, claim to fame in baseball is? Do you know? Being Jolt and Joe? Yeah. <laughs> like Frank well, we know he dunks his really donuts. No. But do you know like what his baseball record what is, is it, like his Brian? big one? Oh. No uh no. so he oh. had a le- he has the longest hit streak in baseball history. Really? Uh 50 to this day. He's so good at hitting things. It, that's, <laughs> so good at hitting that things. was going to be my punchline. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 I was I was setting it up. I was yeah, I was like quick enough. I was hoping that, like, you know, someone would knew. But um, it's a 56-game hit streak. One little note about it is if he got to 57, he was going to be the Heinz uh, spokesman. And he was going to be on, like, all the Heinz shit Oh, because of Heinz 57? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, the punchline was going to be his 57-game hit streak is nothing compared to the hit streak he had in his nine-month marriage with Marilyn. Yeah. yeah, she did a she, better. Be, she beat me to it. Yeah, <laughs> now it, it's okay. The movie he uh, is abusive was that yes. a real life? One hundred percent real. Okay, and it's he's actually, a piece of shit. Especially right. after that one scene where she did go that and that actually happened to where the next day the makeup artist actually yep. had to be called in and she had bruises and welts and everything all over, her especially is, on her back. Yeah, this is when they were making Seven Year Rich, which is the famous well, scene. Yeah, Subway Great. Yep. He yeah. beat her with, right. with the nudes when those came out. Mm-hmm. And then he also legendarily beat the shit out of her in the sewer grate scene. Yeah. Subway. Seven, Subway, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, imagine if it was a sewer grate, not as hot. <laughs> Definitely not as, as, as no, it's titillating. So I was <laughs> so I just watched the scene, right? <laughs> Wait, I just watched the scene, and I gotta ask you this because okay. none of us have this experience. The thing. Have you ever had something no. blow? <laughs> no, I. No, New York City. This is. It's actually happened multiple times. Okay, hold on. So she's walking on high heels next to the subway grate, and I was amazed that the the I guess the, heels don't go the spike or the heel doesn't fall through the grate. It does. Like I was like, that looks insanely difficult to walk on. Is it? Uh, like, when you're wearing heels, wearing heels is extremely hard to walk in general. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it depends on how thick the heel is, though. It depends on how thick the heel is. That's really what it comes down to. Because I was watching and I was like, I I just was like, 
watch. I was fixated on where her heel was on the. Uh, the <laughs> couldn't believe. <laughs> couldn't believe the okay. talent. Yeah, I was like, what precision? I was like, how I is it? She should be a rifleman. Hit. All right, good, Jared. She's not staring at her feet. Yeah. Jesus. No, I was. I was well, fascinated by the heel. <laughs> <laughs> it's in his head. He's the buyer. <laughs> well, I was told that one out of every three men have a foot fetish. So I'll tell you, it's not me. I actually am repulsed by wow, feet. That's a, that's a very accurate statement. <laughs> I'm the guy. Thank you. I didn't want to It's out me. You. I'm the guy. <laughs> Feet are gross, and I don't like them. Wow. Yeah. Gone wow. complete opposite. More I don't like the foot. <laughs> um, okay, so where are I we? I like, so the, the that scene, though, like when Seven she's doing the, the great the subway Thing. That might be the most accurate thing in the movie. It is. Quick it's question. Haunting. Do you remember the all-girl grunge band Seven Year Bitch? Yes, I do remember. Okay, that. we can move on now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love female grunge. That's a, that's a great name. Yeah. It is good. There's a lot of fantastic <laughs> grunge punk rock women. Sure. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Whole Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> Which is a phenomenal movie, it by is. the way. Yeah. So yeah. underrated. Yeah. So underrated. I, like I, I agree. Went to space. Agreed. It's it's phenomenal. Yeah. Mm. Rachel E. Cook, Rosaria Dawson. Who's the other one? I always forget. Um, Tara Reed. Tara. Is it Tara Reed? I don't know. I can't yes. remember. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. 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 Yep. yes? I think I saw it once when it first came out. It's so been a long time. You should rewatch it. So, in this scene, like I, I love how they film it. They film like. Everybody's screaming, and it's like this faded, dark thing. And then, like, I, 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 he does a phenomenal job of making like just the normal thing seem very disturbing and haunting, like Absolutely. constantly. And this scene like proves it. Well, Which it kind of oh, is. Yeah. When you think it about yeah. it, it kind of is. It's like ten thousand people come out to see your crotch. Right. Yeah, that's really what. Right. Yeah. 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 Like when you think about it, it's it's weird. Yeah. yeah. You know. Well, apparently you were able to see your pubic hair. In real life? Apparently. That's what I read. Okay. What did I you get? Able to see the pubic hair. Half that? a second of one strand? <laughs> exactly. That's why guys were so close up with the cameras. They're right. trying to get that in. Right. I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm like, I believe oh. it. And it's then, funny. And then Britney climbed out of a limo only yeah. 50 years later. <laughs> exactly. And the world, the world trembled. What's, what's really funny Look is how like. how far we've come. It's, it's so tame now what she's doing to yeah. our eyes. Yeah. It's like it's like whatever. Like the <laughs> fact that this would be like driving people nuts yeah. is like well, think about it's a different well, culture. Cover I know. your ankle, you know. Like, I know. Well, at least she wore underwear. Yeah. And actually, in the beginning, uh, with her first husband, her first husband actually got really mad at her a lot because like he was just looking for a normal marriage, and she's not a normal woman, mm -hmm. and she would go without underwear a lot because her clothing was so tight. The underwear back then was so bulky. And it would you would see it, and she would she, she didn't like it. that. Yeah, he didn't want her modeling. Yeah, she did that against yeah. her well, first yeah. husband. That's why they ended yeah. up getting a divorce. That's they got a divorce um, because it, he didn't like that. It just seems like all the men in her life just did it. Couldn't like. Well, they're men from <laughs> yeah. a different time too, yes. where it's like yeah. the point of being married in like you know up until recently is like. I basically control you, and you do all the housework, and we have sex. Well, that's not the point of being but that's, married, but that is... That's what it was, kind of. Well, even today, sure. that's actually a large... That still happens a lot. I think it's way more of a partnership now, it, for the most part. Yeah, but it's also super disturbing, because I'm out dating, and I'm meeting guys where they're just like, 
wait, you make your own money. Like they yeah. are expecting, I'm very opposite. I'm very more on the Maryland at, like mindset of like, I'm gonna go do my career. I'm very much of a career woman. Yeah. They're like, no, no, no. Like we're gonna have kids and family and you're gonna stay at home and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> like I hate that. And that's a huge thing that still exists. And unfortunately sure. I'm seeing it more and more and it's petrifying. <laughs> petrifying. <laughs> well, in this, DiMaggio leaves her for that exact thing. He's in the crowd. Like, they show him. It fades, and you get the, the attacking scene. But what's weird is they do this scene in when they first meet in, like, a diner. And he's like, I, I want like, I understand you. And she says, like, I want a normal life. I then completely doesn't. She never really And it's did. like, why, why even bother This was saying? a bad match. Yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt. But, like, to her point, once again, it's like, that doesn't even fit with her character in the movie. No. So for her to say that. For her to say, like, I want a normal life and I want to be, like. Well, she wanted, I think she wanted that of Hollywood more than anything else. But that's and not, a way that's out. Really no. She, she wanted kids. Life, yeah. In real life, she, she didn't want kids until Arthur Miller. Right. That was a thing. So in the in the movie, she she has um a miscarriage with Arthur Miller. She had three miscarriages in real life with Arthur Miller. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. There was no way she was going to have a child because growing up, she had a lot of um, she had a, a lot of issues. Was it like endometriosis? Endometriosis. Endometriosis. Yeah. yeah, she had that. Mitrosis. Right. <laughs> Doctor guys, yeah. everyone knows I have shit pronunciation. You know, and our listeners—they keep coming to our Instagram and start talking about my pronunciation. If you've listened at all, you know it's shit. Leave me alone. Leave Brian alone. Yeah, leave him I alone. Feel your pain. I get yelled at for saying Riddler all the time. The Riddler, and What's they're like, "No, that? it's Riddler." Oh, the Riddler. Yes, oh, but Riddler. I say Riddler. Sounds all like Riddlin. That's fine. Yeah, it's not, it sounds <laughs> like he's like a he's, a, he's a guy who works with. Yeah, it's fine for him he with hyperactive children. <laughs> <laughs> he loves chocolate. <laughs> he's just like a really good doctor. All he's his, trying to help. <laughs> all his, he's just here to help. His crimes are all based <laughs> around Three's Company plots. <laughs> nice. Um, so we get Adrian Brody, who is. They don't even give him a name in this. Well, he's Arthur he's Miller. Arthur Miller. Yeah, but if you look at the IMDb, it just says the playwright. A lot of no, really. Yeah. A lot of because they didn't want to give actual names to I a lot of. Them. I think but she it's only weird. calls him daddy, right? She doesn't. Yeah. She calls almost daddy any yeah. male yeah. figure daddy. But she never says everyone his name. Is da- I kind of want to see IMDb as everyone just listed as daddy. <laughs> <laughs> daddy one, daddy two, daddy three, yeah. daddy Warbucks. Um. All right, so Adrian Brody is in New York. She's 1955. in 1955. She wants to be a stage actress. She want so she really wanted to improve her craft, and she went because method acting is starting to become a thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And she goes and studies method acting with Strasberg, Lee Strasberg. Uh huh. Like Nosferatu. What? Method acting. I don't get but it. But it wasn't. The actor didn't Nosferatu. Max Schreck. Method actor. Yes. He you became a vampire. You, you missed yeah. it. Go ahead. Keep going. He wasn't method acting, though. Yeah. No, he was just a fucked up looking No, no, dude, no. Right? No, no, that. Please stop the game. I thought he was still talking about Max Shrek. He really is a vampire. <laughs> no, I thought he was just like a really fucking ugly dude. <laughs> So method acting is more of a in the moment, mm-hmm. 
And where you're in the moment, you're going back and forth. What she learned was more of um, the Strasberg method was, wasn't method. I, I, I could be totally wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure in high school, I went to a performing arts high school and we studied, yeah, if you could look it up. Uh, Lee Strasberg did more of um, emotional recall kind of stuff where you would go into your past. Method acting is very against that type of stuff. Right. Uh, Lee Strauss, at least if, I, if I'm correct on this, emotional recalls where you're going back into your own personal life, which is kind of what started fucking her up, is going back and you're um, yeah. remembering, remembering things that's that happening nice, yeah. and you're using actual memories where a lot of times when actors do that, they don't know how to get out of that and they're taking their, their character into a more of a real Place. situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to where you're now way more connected to it where it's very, turns into very, Dangerous things, and that was a uh, thing that I learned was method uh, was um, emotional recall. You would have trigger objects where you would have a very specific object that you would place a very specific memory to. So say so when you look at it, you call it up. Yeah. So say something from my past, say a traumatic incident, or even something happy. Actually, mm -hmm. happy is actually a very hard emotion to pull up. It's right. really easy to bring up anger and stuff because those are easy to laugh. You're to do what? To do a real <laughs> laugh on stage, like that's actually very difficult. Sure. But if you you know you attach it to a photo or something, you think of a photo or a childhood thing that you were so happy about having. That's a trigger object, and I believe Lee Strasberg is what taught that. Mm -hmm. When method acting is, you're in the moment where you're basically saying, "Fuck you" back and forth until an emotion comes up. It's in the moment. Mm -hmm. So, based on Wikipedia, Lee Strasberg is the father of method acting. There's another method, which I think is Kaminsky. That might be what you're thinking of, which is not method. He had a park. Yeah. Um, based, look, based on Wikipedia, that's what it's saying. I don't know. I uh, can't remember. It, I should know this. Does. I fucking studied this. Honestly, <laughs> you don't have to know what it's called. You just have to know how to do it. Well, she does right. it in the film, and she starts yes. screaming on the floor because she's yes. she kind of stuck in I'm there thinking. for a second. That is method acting. I'm thinking Meisner. Meisner. Meisner yes. is what I'm thinking of. Uh -huh. Haha, that's where my brain went. Words. But yeah, Meisner, where it's back and forth. But yes. Okay. Meisner, there's so many different... Um, Techniques. Styles. Yeah, it's it's insane. Yeah, so 1955, we have yes. Brando coming out. Method acting's becoming Method is where you need right. real objects. Yeah. Yes. Well, Brando used a lot Get of objects. Get away from the dairy. So, Miller, Arthur Miller, he loved uh, Magda. And, yeah. and he wants to call Marilyn Monroe Magda? This was so great. So the, the character... She was like, not my Magda. Yeah. Was like, Magda would never be cruel. Yeah. Yeah. I think I wrote that down. Yes. <laughs> I was like very confused. Like, yes. am I a good girl, Daddy? Am I Magda? That pissed this me was, off This was so, so bad. Like, like, it's just egregious. It so, does show here that she's a little more well-read than... Uh, She's not dumb. Yeah, she's right. very, very right. well read. Right. I think life. this is the one allowance the film has to give her a little bit of that. Well, it's I think not they much, give her hints of yeah. her not being a, a dummy. Dummy. Yeah, you know. But right. they kind of like ruin it. Yeah. Like within a minute of. The oh yeah. Well, she, <laughs> imme <laughs> she, <laughs> she immediately <laughs> falls back into the same yeah. role. Right. Yeah. It's like yeah. this this dinner where they're like, yeah, I've read all your work. Mm -hmm. I think it's fantastic, uh, yeah. and let me dive deep into this character. <laughs> Daddy, I mean mashed potatoes. <laughs> right. Am I a good girl? All right, yeah. It's like you're you're about to get the arc. Like there's an arc that's yeah. about to happen where it's like, oh, she's about to dive into playwriting and uh -huh. like becoming this person. This should have been a happy talent. time in her life. 
Yes. They yeah. kind of portray well, her, but not it, really. It like, can't be because Arthur Miller is yeah. a scumbag. Yes. In real life, too. Uh-huh. Oh, is he? Yes. So, first of all, he's a communist. Okay. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, wrote, wrote The Crucible. Uh, he's the Crucible guy. Yeah, you yes. didn't know that? Yeah. No, I, I should have put that together. Yeah. Arthur Miller's Crucible. Right. It is my name! <laughs> <laughs> and I shall never have another! Speaking I of method. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like but... Um, it's a great play. He does great work. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He's a phenomenal player. Death right? of a salesman. Yes. Oh, yeah. this is a big guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and obviously the press at the time is like, why is Marilyn Monroe with this fucking dork? You know? And they were like the brain and the bod, you know, shit like uh-huh. that. Right. But um, he had made, and they show this in the movie. This is actually real in real life. He wrote, like, a lot of notes about her that weren't nice. Like, they didn't show this exactly in the movie, but he wrote notes like she's a filthy fucking slut. Yeah. She's a whore. Yes. And yeah. in in Jeez. real in the movie, they show that he just wrote down things she said to right. use later, which right. he did in real life after she was dead. Mm-hmm. In 1964, he put out something. Uh, give me a second. I'll pull it up. And it was basically a character was based on Marilyn Monroe kind of bashing her two years after her death. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, he wrote a play. She really couldn't pick him. That was about how she sucks. Yeah. She may have the worst taste in men. Like, how juvenile. (laughs) Well, towards the end, they wrote, um, what was it? The Misfits. The Misfits. That was the last completed thing she did. Yeah, Yeah. and she freaked the fuck out on him. She didn't really She didn't like Glenn Danzig. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Woman. (laughs) Oh, my God. I loved his last movie. Did you guys see that? Danzig's last movie? Oh, I wanted to see it. It was so good. (laughs) You want to see a horrible thing? It was so good. Oh, Baby makes I it twitches knowns. It's either it's after like, the oh, fall fuck. or incident at Vichy. I'm gonna guess it's after the fall. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was scumbag. Wrote he was supposed to be like a vet this the mistress was supposed to be like this gift to her, but it was completely like a backhanded compliment kind of thing. And it actually like she was pissed mm-hmm. at this role that he gave her. And like she just has a tantrum, like the character has a tantrum at the end, and he's like this, she's like, This is what you think of me. Right. She was just she and she was also going way downhill. At that point. Yeah, well, now she starts using drugs, right? Mm-hmm. Well, she's been using drugs, but the fact is, when you start using sleeping pills, uh, you need more, at that. At least at that time, like, you need, she started, was taking, like, 23 sleeping pills Holy at some point. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> and she lost she's, three children. Yeah. Well, that that was fucks a, you up. It does. No doubt. And, and that yeah. was what she was wanting to hopefully save their marriage. She thought, because mm-hmm. her thing is, her career came first, the movies, like, she wanted to be a movie star, but to save her marriage with Arthur Miller, she thought, okay, let me have a child. Let me have a child. Maybe this can make it more normal. She did really mm-hmm. love kids. She did. She, but yeah, she wanted to be a mother. In the documentary, they have a thing where, um, you know, they're talking to all these people playing tapes. And when they get to, like, this point in her life, someone said, uh, if she had the choice between stardom or being a mother, she would have picked being a mother. Hmm. That's what that's what someone said in the tapes. Uh, I can't somewhat believe it at this point. I would say anything before that, I mean, mm-hmm. they made it throughout this entire film that that's all she ever wanted. That's definitely the driving thing. And yeah. it's not. Absolutely not. Before this time, she did not, it, that was not Well, I think they want to put that pro-life message forth, yeah. so they yeah. need that to be the driving thing. But before, like, at this point, she has her own production uh, studio. At this point, uh, in real life, yeah. yes. Okay, because that's when Did she we went. Miss that? When she's with when she, yeah, she well, that's when she went over to the actor studio to learn method act, to where she did learn yes, method you're acting. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, that's when she said, "Fuck you, Hollywood! I am tired of these roles that you're giving me. I'm going to go create my own." And she made it with um, 
Uh, her photographer friend. Um, I have his name somewhere. But yeah, she um she took off from Fox for basically a year Milton and Green. said fuck you. Yeah, she Milton created Green. a production company. Com- Marilyn Monroe Milton Productions. Green. Yep. And that's when Hollywood, because Hollywood never gave her an Oscar. Hollywood never gave her anything, any type of recognition because they were right. so pissed off at her for leaving, going over to New York and saying, mm-hmm. fuck you, creating your own company. That's when she started that. So at this point, she's already established herself and is getting calls constantly doing this stuff. And that's when she went over. Um, I think she uh, went over to England, I think it was, where she's uh, filming something. Yeah, she uh, she it goes. with... Um, uh, is this in the movie? No. No, the yeah, movie. No. Yeah, no, the movie, totally yeah. the movie only shows you the biggest hits. <laughs> right. It doesn't show you. They have that scene where they're work. filming um, some like it some hot like it hot, hot, where she just has a, a mental breakdown. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but no, yeah. like Arthur Miller was completely jealous this entire time, and would always have to figure. But also just of other guys looking at her too. Mm-hmm. And it is it bus stop or the prince and the showgirl? It's, it's probably the prince, the prince and the showgirl. Yeah, yeah, because it had um, what's this? Can you click on that? It has um. Uh, Lawrence Olivier. Yes, no. Lawrence Olivier hated her because <laughs> because she outshined him in the film. Uh, yes. and that was a Marilyn Monroe production. That's the Mahdi. Right? Yes, it, I yes. believe it. Was. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, my beloved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's she, she put that out. That was her. Yeah. So she, he, but Arthur Miller every day would have to find out what happened on set, and he was very very jealous of everything happening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he got so jealous to where he actually had Marilyn kick out Milton Green out of the production company. And this is starting this is starting guy. her downfall as well where she's starting to lose it because she's taking all of these sleeping drugs. But the thing is she would go to these sets and be still so tired and knocked out, she would have to take uppers to compensate. So all this Ouch. and this started having she's been having insomnia since she was a child. Mm-hmm. So being able and she only took them to sleep. Can you imagine just wanting, wanting to, to get sleep, sleep and having to take twenty three pills? Yes, and that's all she wanted in order to function every day. It's kind of like what we like. We're obsessed like with coffee and energy. Yeah. Like I had an energy drink before I got here. It's like we're so obsessed with like. I, I mean, I do something similar. I'll take melatonin at night, and then I'll wake up and have my coffee. But to right. that extreme... I usually just take a handful of barbiturates to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I try to live the Hollywood life. Yeah. <laughs> Which but is so... Let me get you some poppers. Have so you tried those? Her life, like that entire sequence that you just explained, is and to not have any of it. And the only thing we know is that she trips on a beach because she's ditzy. Like, and that is uh, not yes. that is not how she had right. any of her no, like her miscarriage. uh, miscarriages. Like, no, and I will because women yeah. really body parts don't right. wasn't working. And yeah. I will say I feel like that was they were throwing that in to because in some like it hot she trips and falls on the beach. And I feel right. like so is there a homage to the film? I think no. it, I think it's like a dark fucked up version of it because she was mm. pregnant while filming some like it hot right and she had a miscarriage right. so i wonder yes. if he's saying that the miscarriage came from, from that movie? scene in some like it hot right. is he trying to subtly say that i think he just watched the movies and knew nothing about her he says that he knew and listened to everything marilyn monroe uh watched every interview every documentary of her and he really knew her you don't buy i it. don't buy it i think it just sounds like he just watched her old movies and was like yeah this is who she is <laughs> well that's the second time you said that something like that happened yeah, yeah. 
Yep. <laughs> you might be on to something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even, even in the scene, it's like, I don't want to go back to Hollywood. She was starting her own production. Exactly. Right. So yeah. like, you don't want to go back to Hollywood, but you're going to start your own production. You're working in Hollywood. Work. Like, right. Exactly. <laughs> he legit said he knew nothing about Marilyn Monroe until he read the book Blonde. Mm-hmm. That that's a fact too, and the fact that this this book is completely fiction. Yeah. Great. So that's your first intro to Marilyn is a fiction book about her. Good job. And then adapting it. Yeah. <laughs> so so after the um the miscarriage, they show her singing in some like it hot, I believe. Yeah. Classic thing. Freaks and then out. she starts freaking out. And they take her away and they like inject her in her neck. Yeah. <laughs> now, I will say this. All right, dame. Yeah. <laughs> you need to calm you. down. She's hysterical. <laughs> Must be that time of the month. Yeah. Why? <laughs> but, <laughs> why in the neck? Out of yeah. All places yeah, just, just to be more like fucked just, up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, just. His arms. We all know where needles go. <laughs> I need an artery I can see. <laughs> Come here, lady. <laughs> yeah. What is happening? I do your eye, but they said it would damage the merchandise. <laughs> but, so, this is a thing. She was difficult on the set of uh, Some Like It Hot. Yeah. According she, to Tony uh, Curtis, yeah. And Billy Wilder. Um, the director. He hated her. He, yeah, and she had been in Seven Year Rich, so they had worked together before. He he said, "I'm very happy with how it turned out, but she really wasn't memorizing her lines. She was like fighting with him yeah. about every and Tony little Curtis, thing." Tony Curtis said she was drunk all the time. Yeah, yeah. she was on pills. Like she was an extreme problem matter. on the filming. I of think this it's movie. safe to say she probably was a bit of an issue at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, also like everyone else in her life. Was kind of forcing this. I oh mean, yeah. No one was. Oh, I'm not. Me. I'm not saying. Was, I mean, she had friends that were. She. They said like at some point, like every single one of her friends has like helped her, like even like revived her because she's been passed out or something. But, yeah. I mean, after that kind of a shit life, constantly trying. Imagine having to constantly trying to prove yourself. I mean, I personally deal with. I'm a production manager in live entertainment. That's my full time career, mm-hmm. and I'm always around these men, and I always feel like I do have to prove myself. I could not imagine having to do that back then. Mm-hmm. I could not imagine the difficulties of even being one of the first female to having your own production company. That's insane to me. And trying to prove yourself constantly, trying to get this, trying to stand up for being sexy, but also trying to show that right. you are also smart. And you have all these this range, and but yet being married to these shitheads that like just want to like make you into this housewife that she's then, not in right. the mold. Yes, for. and yeah. I'm sure there was there was probably so much mental illness also happening with her with her trauma of her past. Maybe some yeah. were passed, you know, bipolar I believe is passed down, um, is, a, is genetic. a genetic, thank you, um, is genetically passed down. They do believe that's what her mother might have had. Who knows what she was actually dealing with? She was self-medicating. She's hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> self-medicating, drinking, stressed, not sleeping. Miscarriages? All, like All the like the things that kill you, and <laughs> and she can't leave the house because people are following her, taking pictures all the time. That's yes. true too. Yeah. It's like but, she can't just go yeah. for a walk and relax. Right. She's the most famous woman on the planet. Yes. Yeah, right. but I do love when um, there was this um, thing that uh, Amy Green, who was Milton Green's wife, her photographer, did say. This is what came from the. Mar- I don't know if you guys ever heard of the Marilyn effect. No. This no. is something I've loved growing up, and something I'm still trying to learn to do. It's where she was walking down the street in plain clothes with Amy, and not many people were recognizing her. 
And then she said, do you want to see her? And she's like, what do you mean? She's like, do you want me to turn it on? And she's like, yes. And all of a sudden, it's that energy, that confidence. Like, you know how, like, you can, when someone comes in the room, it's like, okay. But when someone with confidence and that energy comes in the room, you can mm-hmm. feel that. It happens That's every time Ant comes into the oh, show. I bet. <laughs> I, he, he came in this room. Yeah, it's like, and whoa. I was like, shit. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I was like, dang. The cameras come off. You're going to be like, Where, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's called the Maryland effect. Yeah. And they they, they, <laughs> they, they showed show the that. Angie effect they from that. It's kind of. It's like Marilyn will come out. We'll get her there. But she had control of it. Yeah, so she struggled to get struggle. it out. Yeah. yeah. Like she had it. She of, knew what yeah. she was doing. She was smart. She's very. Her Lucille Ball, Madonna. I find them just very powerful, amazing, intelligent women who knew how to use their sex, how to get what they want, and they were so intelligent. But a lot of people do can, like not believe that intelligent. They want to see the sex instead. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you're making me hate this more. <laughs> <laughs> it has definitely it's, got it's, some hateable aspects. Yeah. Without a doubt. Like, like the one redeeming thing for me is that it's legitimately subversive. That's it. Yeah. That's that's yeah. all that's all the credit I'm giving it because yeah. it is not an enjoyable movie. You no. know? No, 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 no means. <laughs> all right. In this scene she's driving around that's your daddy. That's your daddy. That and crashes a car. Oh yeah, gets out. Yeah, we home, haven't mentioned it. Doesn't she's getting her letters husband, from like, her father the whole yes. time? Yes. Yeah, we mentioned. She mentioned doesn't it, care yeah. that much in real life. She never did. Yeah. Like she was curious at some point, but yeah. like it wasn't her. Driving it wasn't the force. driving force of her right, life, which right. is what they make it in the film, where it's tormenting her, and this she's like, girl. "I just have to hold on, and I'll be able to see right. my dad." Right. Mm-hmm. It's a whore with daddy issues. That yeah. is what this whole movie is pretty much about. Right. Yeah. Daddy issues and abortions. Yeah. Yes. So um, that's the name God. of my band. They're playing at the Palladium. <laughs> Daddy issues and abortions. Yeah, what, what we rock. A grindcore. So yeah. Grindcore. Yeah. yeah, that is a total grindcore band. You're right. You have a s- pig style. Just <laughs> yeah. Um, you have a specific a demographic you're targeting. Really? Yes, teen girls. <laughs> All right. So now we get the movie premiere of Some Like It Hot, and it's a yeah. huge success. And I will say, they cast Jack Lemmon's son to play Jack Lemmon. You don't say. Yeah. I didn't notice that. Mm-hmm. That's actually yeah. smart. Is he still alive? Jack Lemmon? Yeah. No. <laughs> Too bad. Yeah, I think he's been dead since for like 20 years. Uh, do you well, know why that note. movie is in black and white? I just found this out today. No. What? So they looked so ugly with the girl makeup oh, yeah. that, they were, that they said they look too ghoulish to put this in color. Nobody will buy it. We have to make this black and white. I love it. That's good. I love it. That's good. Is that all you could do is to make people prettier? You put them in black and white? Sure. There's less detail. All our episodes, we didn't tell you that. Yeah, they're black and white. Yeah. I, I, I fucking wish. <laughs> We're big on dog YouTube. <laughs> People just put us on for their pets. <laughs> so now we kind of get. There's like, some the schnauzer start. out there who knows history. <laughs> <laughs> the start of the downfall, 1962. Yeah, she's doing medications on a plane, and she's like, "Oh wait, 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 wait! Hold forth. on, hold on! There's a weird yeah. shot where the crowd has like Facebook slash like Instagram yeah. filters." <laughs> You know, oh, yeah, yeah. they're like big, they're big lips at the premiere. Yeah, I think to show her that like she's doing drugs. No, I, I think it's just That's like the fame is like yeah. overtaking her. Right, it's, it's overwhelming. It's sure. David. Why not shit. both? 
Yeah, yeah, I guess. Good Fair. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Uh, so it's 1962. She's on pills. She yeah. starts vomiting on a plane, and the yeah. plane lands, and she's Her like, life "Where is just am I?" At this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, this we're getting to a good yeah. part. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) And all right, so I'm on the phone. (laughs) So, long story short, she's brought to JFK. Robert Brought. I mean, what is another word you can say? Taken. What? Yes. Gifted. She's just like escorted there, and he's on the phone. She's carried. She's like, she yes. says, she's like, I can walk, and they're like, nope. No. Her legs are off the ground in the seat, like physically off the ground, and she's just walk, like, I can walk myself. The president can't come if your shoes are scuffed, yes. ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of. <laughs> It reminds me of, of It's Always a Sunny in Philadelphia. We will, we will have sex tonight, but you will be clean. Like, that's yes. what it was. They're like, you have to go clean yourself. Yes. These are secret service agents dragging a woman to be raped by the president of the United States. I like to think, so I put a different spin on it. I think she saved the world. I think it's the Cuban Missile Crisis, and he's all like hopped up. He's like, "If I don't get I one off, I need to calm down. Yeah, yeah. If I don't get, <laughs> if I don't get one off, yes. I'm launching a nuke at these Russians." And she's like, "I'll do what I have to do for my country, Daddy, <laughs> for the world." Yeah, I, th- I think she was heroic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, let's talk oh. about the real. JFK shit. Didn't rape her and give her an STD? Here's the real JFK shit. I'll sum it up in two sentences. She sang the happy birthday song at the Democratic National Convention in public, and that's it. Nope. No. No? No, 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 no. He was so, a known playboy. Well, yes. <laughs> yes. But Hold there's, on. We don't know. Oh, we do know. We do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was oh, no, well, I'm uh, about a to very get put specific party. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. So, uh, this is this is all confirmed. So By whom? All right. The people at the party. Wait, (laughs) real quick. Can you give us the background on the JFK Hoffa shit? Sum it up briefly. Oh, okay. Um, As briefly as possible. Jimmy Hoffa was the head of the Teamsters Union. Who's connected to the mob. Right. Um, He was murdered at some point. I think it was after this. (laughs) Um, But supposedly the mafia was very heavily involved in the Bay of Pig shit where the, uh, the idea was to get all these Cuban refugees that had been pushed out of Cuba after Castro took power and then drop them on the beach in Cuba to retake the country and then use the American Air Force to support them and bomb the Cubans mm-hmm. into the, the Castro uh, Cubans into submission. At the zero hour... The Kennedy got cold feet and called the whole thing off, and all these people got left on the beach and were slaughtered by communists. Um, the mafia didn't like this. Uh, the Secret Service didn't like this. All the military didn't like this, and a lot of people believe this is the start of what got Kennedy shot in the head. Okay, so um, but. Bobby Kennedy is yes. the attorney general. And he went after the mob. He went after the mob and Hoffa, right? Yes. So the mob retaliated by trying to get dirt on ha- on uh, the Kennedys. So there was this known house in California. I think it's like the Hathaway house, something like that. 
It's something with an It's eight. a halfway house. Yeah. This is where <laughs> there's some recovering addicts yeah. and uh <laughs> but they, they, all of Hollywood and every yeah. politician. Yes. They knew that when Kennedy was a senator before he was president, he mm-hmm. would go to California and he would party and talk to Marilyn Monroe and like all this right. shit. So they bugged the Would you house. like to see my back brace? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how I got this? I carried 50 men. Yes, I had to save PT-109. <laughs> <laughs> but it was bugged, and they had conversations of Bobby, Marilyn, JFK all together. She slept with both Kennedy brothers 100,000%. Ted, right? No, not Brave Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> Chappaquiddick Ted. Yeah. <laughs> well, at some point, like the, they actually... the. Um, the Kennedys actually dropped her after the yep. the birthday because she was really fucked up when she sang it. Mm-hmm. Like everyone, especially her friends, were like, "This is not." Have you ever seen real. the footage? Yes, she's very yeah. obviously she's, fucked up. Yes. Yeah, and they're like, "What the fuck is she on?" <laughs> um, and then they dropped her because they're like, "This this isn't good." But she always thought that Bobby would leave his wife for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she was like, she's starting to severely uh, lose it yeah. at this point. And in fact, uh, the night of her death, there are some people who say that Bobby Kennedy was there and left. At the house? And there's a helicopter which left from LA to San Francisco before. Uh, there's all, If you watch this documentary on Netflix, they go through the tapes. Mm-hmm. And the last half an hour is all dealing with the Kennedy shit, and it's so interesting. You think she was murdered by the Kennedys? They, so the guy at the end goes, I do not think she was murdered by the Kennedys, but I do think the government covered up the circumstances of her death and deleted all evidence and photos of the two of them together when it's known they were in several locations before. And, like, there's all these interviews and shit that you're hearing, like, on this documentary. And basically it's like she 100% was in love with Bobby. Mm -hmm. The reason it got shut down when it did is you have to remember she was with a communist. Marilyn Monroe kind Uh, of became a communist. So some people in the government at this point are like, we do not want to see a communist with the president of the United right. States. We Especially have to, when uh, he's already being accused of being soft on Exactly. Yeah. We need to break this off. Coincidentally, that, that ties into when she dies. Uh-huh. I, I, it, That's interesting. I love conspiracy I definitely, theories, and I hate the government, but <laughs> what, she was doing a lot of drugs. <laughs> no, 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 I, I, do, I do not think, I personally don't think she was dead. But I do think they covered tracks. She wasn't murdered. murdered. Yeah, she, I don't, was she, she was dead. She was dead. Yeah. She just literally No, dead. she just went She's home. She's been buried alive. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get her. We got to save her. <laughs> Did she go to like Brazil? And like she's hanging yeah. out with Hitler or something like that? <laughs> She's with Elvis. Not because it's Argentina. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, that's. Watch this documentary. It's I called uh, The Marilyn Monroe Tapes. Yeah. At least the last half hour, because mm-hmm. honestly, we covered like all the early shit. Right. And it's really that last half hour where they dive so deep into this president shit, where like they have they call up EMTs, and the EMTs are like, I was there at 11 o'clock. Now, she was pronounced dead at 4. They're like, we drove her to the hospital. She died in the hospital on the way. The hospital told us to bring her back. How far away was that hospital? What do you mean? You said they were at 11, and then she died at 4. They brought her back. Oh. 
and then the housekeeper found her at 4 a.m. Yeah. and mm. broke the window to yeah, get that in. I, that Why I is the housekeeper checking on her at 4 a.m.? Yeah, I heard the housekeeper stayed there overnight. So there was obviously some issue going on. It, it's, I'm telling you, there's there's something some dubious circumstances. There's something weird yeah. about how she did. It's not like she died and they found her the next morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and like some people are like, like some of the EMTs, are like, oh, when we found her, she was on her side, and it's like famously you can't she, die that way. Well, famously, when they found her, she was on her belly. Like you got to watch yeah. this documentary and hear like all the people giving the details. Okay, yeah. I can't do people it justice. Are also terrible at recalling. Yeah. So it, it's tough to really say that too. Even but, the, even interviewing people. But the like, the the pilot, there is a pilot who says Did it get picked up? He says, I took yeah, it got picked up. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was a show about nothing. <laughs> they they gave um the pilot says I one hundred percent took RFK from LA uh-huh. to San Francisco that night. Wow. Right. Okay. And yeah. you know it's possible. Anything's yeah. possible. All right. So in the movie Completely different. JFK, just she blows him, and then he she's like the most awkward sitting there. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't even. While on the not. phone with someone. And we get to hear her inner monologue while she does it. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, all these women that you're with, and blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. How yeah. awesome you are, yeah. JFK. <laughs> you're so cool, boomer liberal Jesus. <laughs> and then he rapes her. Yeah, yeah. literally. Like, and I always about, come back for seconds. What about the Apollo rockets firing on the yes. TV? Yeah. The imagery of that. The UFO crashing yeah. into yeah, the White House. Yeah, that one. And he's like literally coming, watching yeah. the fucking oh, everything, yeah. the White House being destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's dirty talking, and it's like, yeah. oh, yeah. So, it's uncomfortable, but. I think Biden, I don't sweetheart. Dislike, I don't dislike the fact that this is in the movie. But to have it be like you said, like it destroys her character. It's so gratuitous. Is it is it a symbol to be like this is what power does? That I don't. I don't hate that if that is the point. But I think it's done poorly to be able to convey if that is the point because there's so much other things happening. That where if that was the point, I think it could have been done way differently instead of just her with her hand on her mouth. Like that was just that close up scene of her. Yeah. Dick, yeah. Like. Well, that comes to him making you like hating your audience and making you feel uncomfortable. Oh, I thought you were going to say that's what Brian looks like. That's what Brian <laughs> does. Yeah. Same exact. Yeah, I look just like Marilyn. Same exact dialogue, I assume. But uh, like away from the uncomfortableness of it, just the the situation of being dragged and raped by the president. Is that not like a message of like, oh, this is what power can do? I would love I that guess. if it was. I don't know. And that's, the thing is. That's how I took it. I definitely, would love that because we uh, that we deal with that constantly still today. Right. Yeah. It's a very like Weinstein type, type of thing and yeah, it constantly yeah. happens. But for her, if this was a different character, I would have liked that. Mm-hmm. But this is not, Marilyn would, at this point of who she is, there is no way in hell she would have ever let She willingly slept with the Kennedys. That's yes. Like, yeah. She was in love with Bobby. Yeah. Like there was, this wasn't a forced thing. Right. And I know she says in the car during this movie, like, it's nothing sex. There's just like a, this right. energy. I don't yeah. care about right. sex. Yeah, right. yeah. That's not who she is. Like, right. And then she gets pregnant with JFK's rape baby. Right. And then is <laughs> forcefully removed. Is this a dream? It is, right? No. I don't know. No. No, because no, she wakes up she in the morning covered in, covered in blood. Yes. Right. They couldn't even wipe her off. 
But was she? So wait, Power so the whole scene is in what? night vision. Don't know. Yeah. She's like walking yes, around in the pitch black. We really don't know. They, they don't make it, like, it's not definitive. I think it's pretty definitive. Yeah, because that was the whole thing where it looks like she woke up from a dream until you see the blood yeah, right. the day continues. Yeah. 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 She's kidnapped right. and She's then given a forced abortion. It's fucked up and or awful. Did she, or did she have a, a miscarriage like... That's, I honestly thought that. Because I, I don't I'm, know. I'm kind of with really, you, but I don't know. Tell me I don't know. They forced an abortion, and, the, and then right. she runs into the burning house, I, I th- and then wakes up dirty. They don't clean her. That makes no sense. I thought, I, we, I thought we were seeing a dream, and then she wakes up yeah, and had a miscarriage. That's what I thought. I didn't think but that. at the same time, that's, a, that's still not even. I They show a shot from inside her vagina. I yes. think you're supposed that? to. Now, how did they get a camera up her surface? <laughs> That's some amazing filmmaking. What technique? (laughs) Is that a GoPro? (laughs) Well, now like you can't even like now apparently for like colonoscopies and stuff like that, you can like swallow a pill that has a camera in it. Yeah. No way. Oh yes. That's robot shit. Yeah. Yeah, My my coworker had no problem telling me all about it. You have one? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ryan Bendover. Fuck. What was this in? My Jeep. Jeep. <laughs> Is that what you call it? <laughs> Noise. Going in. Are you stick up the asshole or the dick hole? Uh, Either way, we're having a rock and roll time. <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty thick. That's Yo, thick. Mm. That'll some... go up your ass. Oh, it'll go up the dick hole. Forcefully. <laughs> There's a fetish for everything. Uh-huh. Um... But yeah, that, that just that entire like how also the CGI of it took me out. Mm. It just didn't feel like it fit so well. But also, yeah. dude, like stop. stop yeah, stop, stop, stop being edgy. Stop. <laughs> While this was happening in my house, ha- I literally stopped the movie. Go, is this fucking over yet? I can't take this anymore. <laughs> so it was not. I was very much not enjoying myself. No, it made point. my vagina. Hurt. Yeah, <laughs> I would imagine it would. <laughs> Ah, yeah. Ah, no, thank you. And now uh, we get another uh, father reading. I well, yeah. So Chaplin sends one last letter where it's Jesus I've. Christ. Well, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah, he's dead already. And she's upset that he's dead. And the and other guy's like, he he got you a package. <laughs> yeah, he wants you to have it. Classic Alki death. Everything else was to it. me, but there's one thing right. for you. Yeah. <laughs> They loved each other, guys. The yeah. Gemini. Pack. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. The Gemini. Pack. Yeah. Gemini love Pack. <laughs> Hardcore. He, he sends her this box, and she opens it, and it's like the rabbit from when she was a little kid and a letter. There was never a, <laughs> a father. A loving father. Yeah. I made it all up. I've been she fucking with you for like 15 years. <laughs> And that's the end of her in the movie. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's her over the edge. It's uh, t- it's time to kill myself. Yeah. Yep. And then, you know, <laughs> the thing with her death is it was chronicled as a suicide. Yeah, yes, it was. For many years and in fact, suicides actually rose in LA after her death. Really? Yeah, su- after she uh, got, you know, What a trendsetter. Yeah. <laughs> iconic. She is so iconic. She yeah, started suicide yeah. in Hollywood. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? And all the cool people are now, doing it. Now, now <laughs> let me get the rest of them to finish the job. Those fucking assholes. <laughs> don't, don't let your dreams be dreams, Andy. <laughs> what is Get'em giving? Power bank, just in case. Uh. <laughs> 
I don't know if we need It's that. what? Oh, oh starting no. to rain? Okay. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fuck. So that's blonde, guys. Yeah. It's blonde. So yeah. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so what we do now usually when we finish these episodes, we, we ask everyone to rank the film on, on a, a 1, one to, to 10, 10 scale. Yeah. So what would yeah. you give it? I'm going to let Steve go first. Yeah. Can right. I go first? You, you go ahead, Brian. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going I'm to give it a seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Seven. Yeah. It's well made. What? I respect a film that just has such contempt <laughs> for humanity and uh-huh. everybody watching it. Yeah. I can't help. I don't like it. You can't. No but, one can. But I respect it. Yeah. Where sometimes it's like, that's enough. Right. I'll never watch this again. No, never. Yeah. How do you respect it? Where? Where? Because it's such a fuck you. <laughs> like, I just I just have to be like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, did they you They wanted to do something and they did it. Did yeah. you ever see um, Only God Forgives? No. Okay, that's another film that's made to just like... So, Nicholas Winding Refn did Drive, right? Did you see Drive? With Ryan Gosling? No, but I know of it. Okay. Awesome movie. I think it's one of the best movies of that decade. His follow-up movie is marketed just like Drive. It looks like it's going to be Drive 2. Ryan Gosling's back. Driven. And and no, it's it's called uh, Only God Forgives. (laughs) And it's a complete fuck you to the audience at every turn. It is impossible to like. Uh And it's like, I just got to respect something that's just like, fuck you. Right. Because it happens so rarely. Right. Um, uh, I was uh, kind of on your side with your rating, but not the reasoning. <laughs> I gave it a seven as well, just because it's filmed well, it's acted well, uh, looks great, the score is amazing, the history is abysmal. So I took points from that because mm-hmm. it, it actually, if the history was more accurate and it was well done like this, it would have. This could be like a ten movie, mm-hmm. but it's not there. I like the fact that it's a mirror on Hollywood. Yeah, it's like, hey Hollywood, look at what you were and still are. Go fuck yourself. I took it like that. Not so much as I hate the audience, but like I hate the industry. I took, I, I got more of that from the movie than than anything. And that's, I was like, yeah, fuck them. <laughs> what about you? Five and a half. Okay, five and a half for this. All the everything you guys said plus. I can't, I have to be a little harsher on it just because the history is so mm-hmm. abysmal. It's, okay, it's really you're bad. a history guy. Usually, no. but this one I, I think I, I dropped the ball a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you guys are here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready? Uh, don't feel pressured. No, yeah. No, 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 no. Trust me. Uh, I would say probably a four and a half because I do think it shot beautifully. I think the acting was great, and same thing with the score. Yeah. I 100% agree on that. I do like the fact of saying this is what does happen and if you do want to make it about human connection or what happens in Hollywood or how trauma can affect, yes, I could see that, but you're taking an iconic figure and you're diminishing her. You're taking this iconic figure and you are making her into something that she always hated in real life. Yeah, I could never imagine passing away and then someone making a film about me of everything I always hated. Portraying you as the exact opposite of everything you stood for. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I would absolutely hate that. So I think it doesn't do justice on the figure alone, but I think if they made that into a fictional character, I would have truly liked it. Mm-hmm. All right. Besides okay. the CGI baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take out the CGI baby. Talking CGI baby. <laughs> it was always How far me! We... <laughs> it was always me! How, How far we've fuck? come from Ali McBeal. <laughs> <laughs> Uga Chaka. Yeah. Right. You have a drawing. I do. 
I do. Uh, so every episode, I do a sketch of the movie. You, have to you can go first. This. You can describe what you see as the sketch. If you can make out what that is supposed to be. Is it a stick figure with boobs on a... <laughs> it is a stick figure with boobs. Ha! On a pedestal? Nailed it. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. That's what I got. Uh, okay. Nailed it. Uh, right, let's see. Let's see. You're, you're pretty close. It's, it is, there is a stick figure with boobs. Sweet. <laughs> birthday That's cake. Birthday. It's coming out of a birthday cake. Happy yeah. birthday, Mr. President. Yes. Nice. And obviously, <laughs> but it wasn't she never movie. came out of the birthday cake. <laughs> Yeah, that's not a thing. That's a pop. That's yeah. just, that's like pop culture osmosis where people like uh -huh. assume that, but it never happened. Right. What? It. It. <laughs> you know what? That's Lurch, what? was she in there before yeah. you baked? <laughs> yes, I this love. is. Yeah, Adam Sandler Valley is the shit. The worst hair on any yeah. figure. It's not even hair. Brian, you're not trying anymore. I yeah. was trying. I was. Trying. <laughs> Wait, I was come on. He does Wait, this every show. On. How what? <laughs> how could the hair have been better? Just go away. <laughs> it's a stick figure with boobs. Well, you know what it is. It doesn't even have arms. It doesn't have it's arms. Just boobs. I felt like if I did arms, it would take. It would away take from away the from the, the boobs. The, like, well, she's I in the cake. the cake. It also doesn't even look like a cake. It looks like a podium. Yeah, yes. <laughs> like it doesn't look like a cake. Where's it's a tiered cake. You could have made it bigger. No, but that's there's a, no bottom. How about a candle, for Christ's sake, you piece Something. of shit? <laughs> Anything. Balloons, confetti. Anything. So it's not decorative enough. That's I think the problem. This is more disgusting than the movie. Then. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. This is my middle finger to the audience <laughs> at the end of every episode. That's what it is. Do you know somebody bought a shirt recently? I think we have to allocate those funds to get him some drawing lessons. It's, <laughs> it's getting bad. <laughs> All right, brain, wrap well, it up. Uh, before we go, I did want to. Um, Crystal, do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, I'm Crystal Quinn. Um, really just find Crystal Quinn on like any social media, and I'm a co-host on Hack the Movies. It's the podcast I do with Tony where uh, he has a lot of different guests, but we just talk about movies, all different things. Uh, I love to do a lot of more of the DC comic book type ones or a lot of the horror, so you can usually find me doing those. Uh, yeah, just, the I don't know, check me out on social media. I do a lot of random shit. This was really great. Thank you for joining yeah, us today. Thanks. Awesome. I had a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I hope you come back one day. Yeah. Uh, no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't blame you. <laughs> I did want to ask you, how did you end up like involved with Hack the Movies? Like, how'd that happen? Oh. Um, how much do I want to get into this? Oh. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's a long, there's a, like, long thing, but... Um, Tony started doing Hack the Movies a long time ago by himself. Uh, he works with Screenwave, which is a um, media company that also, if you guys never heard of, like uh, Cinemasker, Angry Video Game. Yeah, Bear. I know Cinemasker. Yeah, yeah. yeah, with James Rolfe, um, who's a friend of ours. So Screenwave works with um, James Rolfe, um, doing Angry Video Game Nerd. And we actually, they used to do rental reviews, which was on Cinemasker. And then they decided to stop doing that. And a lot of the set was Tony's. And he's like, fuck it. I'm just going to st start doing my podcast in here. And I had a mutual friend at the point, And I was brought on for one episode just to be like, uh, what was it? Family Values, but it was the uh, concert Family Values instead of the Adams Family one. It was just like a little, little. Oh God, thing. that like new metal thing from the nineties. Yeah. So I was, yeah. like, I was looking for Adams. I was looking for Family Values. Yeah. And like the Adams the real family. family values. And I was like, no, the real one. Yeah. And 
And that With was Limp my- Limp Biscuit and like Static X. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my debut on that show. Okay. So cool. And then I just started yeah. doing more and more, and now I've been doing uh, guesting on a lot more podcasts of all different types of things, and I'm just having so much fucking fun with it. That's, That's awesome. Great. Yeah, because I used to do a whole bunch of uh, indie horror films. I still do indie horror film acting. And okay, other cool. Stuff. And I'm doing more and more stuff, so yeah. Yeah, it's just adventure time. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Come back for so Halloween. We'll do we'll do spooky, spooky Yo, movies. Totally we do that. Down. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I'm, your, I'm, I'm your girl. I got, right. I got this right. shit. Spooky I got it. Right. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's do it. Well, uh, it's, what should they do, Crystal? What should our audience do? Do, do you know? Shut the, like shut the podcast off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stop life? wasting your time. Yeah. Go do something fun. This life fine. is finite. Yeah. If Marilyn taught us anything, it's you need to get yourself out there. Work hard, and you can achieve your dreams. Find your daddy. Stop wasting your... Yeah. <laughs> Like and subscribe, all that stuff, right? All that stuff, yeah. Like, subscribe. Ring the bell. And, um, yeah. Yeah, don't have daddy issues. There you go. <laughs> all right. right. I want to thank you, everybody, for joining us. Please follow us on all social media, Reviewing History Pod, Review History Pod everywhere. Uh, no, Review History Pod on Twitter, Reviewing History Pod everywhere else, www.reviewinghistorypod.com. Buy some merch, all that good stuff. Follow me personally on all social media, Brian Rupert. That's Rupert with two Ps. Follow me on Letterboxd. I rank review every single movie I watch. Thank you to Tell em Steve, Dave, Bry Walt, Q, Get Him, Lannis Record down in the studio. Thank you guys so much. Thank you all for listening and or watching. We'll see you next time. Bye.